Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to Selk Grassroots Podcast Network, the Sunday League Show, episode 10. Uh, We're all recording in separate rooms again uh, this week. Uh, Illness and family and, and all sorts of uh things are happening which means we aren't we aren't all going to be in Selka Towers this week but Roger you're first up this week uh with the Quota Municipal um not much football played yesterday due to weather uh, pitch yeah. conditions and and all sorts um have, have affected all of the leagues really um this yeah. week on, on the show so not much for us to talk about by way of football yesterday yeah, it took a bit of a battering didn't we yesterday yeah it was wet I mean I got I got moved on to a line uh, on a 4G pitch and as I was sort of running down the line water was sort of squirting out of the laces holes of, in my boots so <laughs> it was ridiculous uh, but yeah it was it was good to get a game at least but mm. yeah not too much football so we'll go through the fixtures now uh, we'll talk about the games um, the results of the week from these fixtures as I say don't mean to sound disrespectful but not a hell of a lot to choose from uh, in the end right. yesterday I think all the results you chose well, good results, but um, we didn't have a full, we didn't have a full program yesterday. So the Division One uh, was MMFC uh, against Sarnestead JFC. Sarnestead JFC coming out one 0 winners. Uh, a bit of a banter rivalry, I think that one. A few, of, uh, well, at least one MMFC uh, player was involved with Sarnestead in as a club yep. um, last season. Um, but Sarnestead coming out one 0 winners. Is that a surprise result at all? Um, I'd say yes on form. Um, although it looks like Sanders to JFC are starting to play themselves into a bit of form. Uh, I think they've won one, one last, I don't know, was it two or two out of the last three weeks? I think they've won. Um, so yeah, they're starting to play themselves into form. MMFC, I think their league form, well, their league form has been good. Um, cup form has been, has been poor by their league standards. So I don't know, the sort of indecencies started to slip into their league form now. Um, but does the rest of the league a favour MMFC losing so it does yeah I'm quietly delighted with the result (laughs) (laughs) Uh, in division two uh, goal coaching five KFC one dominant uh, gold coaching yesterday Uh, Mr B Mr B Golding getting a brace yesterday um, in a 5-1 win funny team um, gold coaching they seem to have these great results um, every once in a while, that just makes everyone realise that if you don't turn up and and do the business against them, that they will turn you over. Yeah, I think, and I think that's them. I think they've had two good results in a row now, goal coaching. Yeah, after the point of start for them. Um, so I'm sure they'll be hoping that they've they've played themselves into some 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 good form and get their season underway. KFC, yeah. It's just sometimes you get win. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they have good games, and other times they just turn up and. Seem to just roll over for the opposition. So, um, yeah, good win for the goal coaching, nonetheless. Uh, an away win was awarded uh, for Dynamo Duppers yesterday against Kaizen, which is a big, a big loss for Kaizen because um, they were looking like um, they're amongst it for um, the title this season. They've had a real good year. Away win yeah. awarded. Hope. I mean, 
it's a bit of a bad way to go out yesterday. I know. Um, yeah. With, with uh, not being able to get a team out, presumably, in, in when the weather was going to be, be on most teams' side who were struggling yesterday. Yeah. Um, that's a real a real disappointing result for them. As I say, Kaizen have, have looked the business so far this year, so they'll be doing yeah, they've with some, that. some really good results. Um, and I, and I, I know that pre-season they were struggling for players because I, I watched one of their games and I asked some of my players if, if they fancied playing. But, you know, it, look, it looked as if they'd got that sorted, but... Um, Maybe not. Um, I, yeah, I don't know what was behind it. I'm guessing it's probably player availability. Yeah, it feels like it feels that yeah, the reason. But... Just, yeah, after a couple, after the after the results they've had, it would, it just seems strange that they can't get the players out for what would have been a very good top of the table clash. Yeah, it's a shame. Union's tricky um, start continues. Oh, they had a great start. Sorry. So after about once we got into October, Union really have struggled. It continued this week against South Sea Wanderers, where you don't want to be, you don't want to be off your game. South Sea Wanderers winning six-one away mm. to Union. Um, they were quite pleased with the performance overall. Union, I think, on their social media, although they lost six-one, they they felt like they put in a better performance. Um, but South Sea Wanderers is isn't the type of team in Division Two that you want to be playing when you're trying to get a result. No, definitely not. No, you know. We've seen it for the last two seasons now, South Sea, that they are a very good side when they turn up. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate for Union that they've sort of in a, in a, in a sticky patch and, and coming up against a very good South Sea side. Uh, we must give a shout out. We've got a scorer for Union. Uh, Mr. Sankath, Sankath, Kumar scored for Union. So well done to him uh, in Division 3. Uh, just a one game survived yesterday. And it sounds like an absolutely uh, fantastic uh, result. South London, South London Royals reserves winning 6-3 against FC25. Um, we've said it many a time, but South London uh, Royals reserves, they were, they're going to get amongst the title favourites, I'm sure, for Division 3 this season. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, we've said it many a time, South London Royals, Royals reserves are capable of getting these results. Um, John... Is doing a fantastic job there. Um, yeah, I'd be surprised if they're not there or thereabouts coming into the season, South London Rules Reserves. To, to FC 25, it will be a Sunday that you just want to forget about. Yeah, I mean, they've been spoken about as a decent side, FC 25. And again, a bit like perhaps KFC or a bit like gold coaching, that they just have a bit good results. And then all of a sudden, they have... I mean, this isn't a bad result, in all honesty. South London Rules Reserves are a good side, but FC 25 just seem to be amongst the chat for titles and then they just seem the inconsistencies let them down. Yeah, they can ne- ne- never say, I think that's, that's, that's right, Andrew, they can never seem to put a really good run of results together. Like you said, they'll, they'll win a couple, then they'll go and lose a couple to teams that they probably shouldn't. And I'm not saying this was one of them, but like I said, there's no consistency about, about them, unfortunately. No. Uh, Chamberlain and Offwood, Offwood getting a brace for South London Rawls reserves this week. Uh, Bowles grabbing a brace for FC 25. Another games in the league uh, this week. Uh, some cup games got played, thank God. Uh, yeah. In the Croydon Municipal League Challenge Cup, Huxley Guards took on Croydon United. Croydon United making a very good account of themselves um, given their recent uh, losses. They've been absolutely hammered. Uh, this week they lost 4-3. But it's just time they can use that as a real confidence booster and take it into their future games. 
Yeah, and it's been said in the, in, in the manager's chat that, I mean, the result of that, although you, although you lost, lose, and, and, and you never have when you lose, when you're playing a team that's two divisions above you um, and you've come out just and just just on the losing side, and mm. by all accounts, Croydon United were, were winning that game as well, um, there, there must be a lot of positives you can take from that game, um, especially going into league form as well, where the opposition probably aren't going to be as good as Huxley. Yeah. Um, so if you can put that performance in against a Division One side, then there's no reason why they can't build on this. Um, and and sort of kick on and really get their season league league season to kick started now. Absolutely, uh, unlucky to the boys, uh, Huxley guards into the next round, and I believe we have the second round draw for the Croydon League Challenge Cup next week on um, the Sunday League Show. I shall I shall make every effort to get into the Celtic Towers. If my <laughs> if, if my passes is not expired, Surrey <laughs> uh, F Surrey FA Intermediate Cup, uh, two games were awarded to the home sides: Bosjam and Chelsham Athletic. Luckily, from the Gordon Municipal, um, so those two teams go into the next round. Well done, boys! Um, and Sardestid beat Dion Pezo three two. Cup Cup Classics yesterday, three two in a cup. Beautiful, love a bit of that. Yep. Uh, no result for the Junior Cup um, for, of Surrey for Woodside. Woodside got a hammering. Five, got, five, a 5 1, I think the final score was. 5 1 to Woodside. I mean, they, nope. had a, they lost. Five, Woodside lost. Sorry, 5 1 <laughs> to against yeah. Woodside. Sorry, boys. Um, maybe they had all their luck in the cup, bashing up Croydon uh, JFC. Yeah, it, it, it looks like it. Yeah. I mean, they, they've been poor by their standards this season. Um, their only one shining light is that result against Corridor, uh, yeah, Corridor and JFC. So, yeah, unlucky boys. Uh, back what to the drawing board. It's not a football yeah. left to be played, so don't get your heads down just yet. Uh, in the London FA Sunday Challenge Trophy, uh, Bulltarks played uh, Spartans. Bulltarks, a really exciting young team from Westford's Prem, uh, played Spartans, Corridor Municipal, uh, Prem League champions. And Spartans took a 4-3 win. Uh, Reese Jackson of Spartans, full of um, praise for the Bulltarks boys on his social media account yesterday, saying what yes. a great team and what a great game it was. Yep. Um, it looks at 4-3 in a cup. Uh, Spartans, mm-hmm. be, Spartans will be happy with that. Bulltarks are no mugs, that's for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, good result for Spartans. Um, so, the, so I think I said last week, I, I um, don't know much about Bulltarks, but I know Spartans would have gone there and... and Played a done a professional job and and yeah that seems to be the case. Um, I fancy him to have a good 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 cup run in in this challenge trophy this year. Uh, Edwards, Jackson, Samuel, and Sims the goal scorers for Spartans. Obviously, we were only getting this information from Football Me Too for the uh, Guadalajara Municipal. We haven't we don't have the other teams' info. No. Well done, Spartans into the next round. I think they got all the way to the semi-finals of the London Cup last year. Um, this year. So this year they'll be looking to get to the final and take the trophy home. Well done to mm. all the teams there. Grabbing wins and representing the uh, league in your county cups. I can't see other than Woodside, sadly. Everyone else goes through to the next rounds of their respective cups yesterday. Well done, everybody. Uh, Rogers, results of the week yesterday. The poll went out this morning. Uh, yeah, it will be this morning, even as if, if you listen to this. Um, MMFC... Uh, losing 1-0 to Sanderstead JFC made one of your games of the week uh, yep. results of the week uh, gold coaching 5-1 against KFC 
Uh, Union losing 6-1 against South Sea Wanderers and South London Royals winning 6-3 against FC 25. The South London Royals reserves winning 6-3. Slim pickings really, weren't it? I mean, I was there... Yeah, it was just... Yeah, it's what it is. Um, Some good results, though. I think... um... Yeah, a couple of stand-up ones there, definitely. They were good. I mean, they, they're the four. They're the only four results that happened in the league, other than Huxley Guards beating Croydon. Yeah. So that would have been between them five. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I think you're right. I think if in a normal week, they would have been amongst the the results of the week anyway. Definitely, fair play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raj, I'll see you on the other side for the fixtures. I'll be back. So you will be pleased to hear Mr. Jamie Nimmo is back on the show. He survived Corona. He he gave Corona coronavirus in the end, didn't you, Jamie? Yeah, it was, it was almost going to be another 3-3 three, three draw, but still a last-minute winner. <laughs> Congratulations on that. We have missed you. Uh, standing John uh, White did a great job uh, in, in doing so at last-minute notice and all that stuff. So thanks, John. Uh, but Jamie is back. He is back Fuck now. Fuck off now, John. See you later. <laughs> right, so let's get straight into the results from the 31st of October. That was yesterday at the time of recording. Uh, loads of postponed games because of the weather. Um, I must say as well, we are doing this via telephone straight into a microphone. My Zoom account that we did plan to use is being used by someone else in the Silk Grassroots podcast network. So if this, if this if this um, does sound a bit rubbish, um, I apologise. There weren't that many games yesterday, anyway. Um, so um, West Wickham four, Bexley United two is the first game that got played in the first division. Um, Bexley United's uh, torrid start to the season continues. That's a couple of good results for West Wickham now. Over the recent weeks, they look back to being. Uh, the team that we recognised um, over the last couple of seasons. Yes, um, Dean said it was a rotten day, didn't he, for them? So, yeah, West Wickham were always decent at home, so um, not surprised to see them picking some results up there. Well done, boys. Uh, Hayden Youth um, beat Broccoli 3 1. Um, not a surprising result. It seems Broccoli's first team and their reserves have swapped places this year in the team that isn't getting results. Broccoli have struggled so far this season. Uh, in the second division, more results. Manorwood 2, Blase Ballers 1. A good result for Manorwood. Blase look pretty good um, for Div 2 this season. Manorwood get another win. After a couple of um, draws with, with the Mariners, um, that's a good little run of um, results for Manorwood. It is. Um, I missed their game with Blase, obviously, because it was ill, so I don't really know much about them. Um, I think we were a bit ragged that day to be honest but Manorwood top of the league now after that and having played them twice and probably should have beaten them at least once um, yeah it looks like Division 2 is quite evenly matched across the board yeah not quite as mad as it was last season perhaps but it's definitely it's definitely competitive with no one with no real sort of over overly standing out teams in Division 2 it's going to be an interesting season that's for sure yeah I, I think it's probably more competitive there was kind of four, maybe five teams that were probably a step above the rest of the division last year. Yeah. It's a lot more evenly spread this year. Fair point. Uh, in Div 5, FC Peak lost 7-5 to Hayes and Pickhurst. Uh, no goalkeepers in that one. Four uh, all...
four all at half time. Uh, just the three goals in the second half. Um, Hayes and Pickhurst have been in a good little run themselves, so looking good for the, the season so far. Uh, a couple of Vic Farrow games yesterday. Kingsdale losing 6-3 to East Wickham Wanderers. Um, Kingsdale's indifferent season continues. And East Wickham Wanderers making a good account of themselves for their first year in Yelpenton Bromley. Not setting the world um, alight, it must be said. Um, but steady and uh, getting some good results along the way. Uh, and the next game was Phoenix Sports. Um, their OBD SFL um, Division 5 team playing Hatch and Beckenham Manor. Um, a game I actually got put onto the line of in last minute um, yesterday. I didn't get paid £80 by John White. He likes to tarnish my name in, in public uh, by saying things like that. But yeah, Phoenix Sports, well good. Um, well in the game, all game. And they were never really out of it. I did five outfit, taking on a team we know, Hatch and Beckenham Manor, that have got um, a lot about them in Div 3. Um, a close game all the way. Probably two goalkeeping errors, I'd say, for um, Phoenix. Um, their goalkeeper they let a couple of let two goals really go under him. He'll be disappointed with both of them. Uh, Phoenix Sports getting their goal after they'd gone down to ten men for a Simbim. Um, yeah, Beckenham probably Hatch and Beckenham Manor probably scraped it. They probably deserved the win, um, but really good game in the pissing down rain to the point where um, Walter was squirting out of my. Uh, the lace holes on my boots as I ran. It was like a, it was like a fountain coming out of my shoes. But no, it was great on the three G down, down there. At, uh... Not the only hole that you usually squirt it, is it? <laughs> Not on a match day. I saved that no. for my other weekend activities. Um, no, okay. no other games played um, yesterday in um, the Alpington and Bromley teams. Uh, Jamie, I'll see you on the other other side for the fixtures. But before I do that, what I need to do is to remind everybody what your games of the week were this week. I'm just scrolling back through. This is talking about Ragas. This is Ragas this week. Very Ragas indeed. Um, it's all Gibbs' fault. It, it's easy to blame Gibbs for everything, isn't it? That's fucking <laughs> your your um your results of the week as chosen by yourself were West Wickham four, Bexley United two, uh, Manorwood two, Blase Ballers one, FC Peak five, Hayes and Pickhurst seven, uh, and Kingsdale three, East Wickham Wanderers six. Not too many games to choose from, but I think you made a good choice. I mean, what are you made to do about fucking shambles? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's probably only one or two results either side of these ones you've picked anyway so yes right mate I'll see you on the other side for the fixtures for next week go so now for the Southern Sunday section with Graham Rodber Graham how you doing good evening Andrew I'm doing all right it's been a long day but I'm doing all right been a bit of a crap one today, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely shocking. Um, thought we were going to get away with it at one point. Um, it was quite dry overnight, and then um, the rain had other ideas, didn't it? About half six this morning. Yeah, I mean, we're just looking through the list of of uh, summer Sunday games that actually survived. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games played in the summer Sunday for a possible 47. Yeah, 47 odd, I think, this week. So 20, 20, less than 20% of the games played, shall we say. 
plus all yeah. the did all the London Cup fixtures. Did were your teams left in in London Cup games today or Surrey Cup? So we had Park Life and Swag that got called off. That was in the Challenge Cup. Um, that one's now not going to get played to the 14th of November because Park Life have got a week off request next week. So that one's delayed by two weeks. Mm. Then we lost um, a Junior Cup game uh, that was held over from last week. And then we've lost three Surrey Cup games as well. So they all roll over to the next week. So fixtures next week have taken a bit of a hit as well. It's looking like a very prudent decision to start your season early because uh, we all know what the next few bumps are going to be like rain-wise. Uh, and if you have to rely on public pitches, and like I know quite a few of your guys do on the Southern Sunday, they are going to be uh, <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit, it must yep. be said. Uh, and uh, I think a lot of your clubs were very... Um, outward in, in thanking the job that the uh, Southern Sunday Committee do when you go and you get up and get out on a Sunday morning and uh, inspect the pitches uh, to save lots of journeys and even uh, Ryan from West Norwood uh, was was overly, he was going over OTT with the praise of you guys and, and that must have been nice to see. Yeah, no, it's, it's something, I don't know quite how we started, it was something which we started sort of seven or eight years ago and I just thought I'm a qualified referee. I've been doing this 20 years. I know whether a pitch is on or off. Why am I asking a referee to go and put himself or herself in a position where they're under pressure to play the game? All the players then turn up. There's that expectation that people want the game to go ahead when there's really no realistic prospect. So rather than put the referees and the clubs in that situation, I can call these games off. They're on public parks. I've got a good relationship with all of the bookers. They all know me. They all respect me at the relevant councils. And I just think if I can save two and a half, three thousand people from essentially wasting their time and leaving their houses on a Sunday morning, you know, that, that also does our little bit for the carbon footprint, doesn't it? All about the carbon footprint with the with the COP thing, the, the big junk, uh, the big event coming up lately where soon with all the people from all over the world taking their private jets to the event. <laughs> well, they <laughs> certainly weren't taking the train out of Houston today, were they? Uh, no, right. So, yeah, thank you from all the teams, I think, was, was, the, was the main message for the, for the morning uh, pitch inspection. Uh, you were sadly upstaged by a dog squatting in the one pitch that was oh, on. Dear. Oh, I've got to say, I didn't actually notice it at the time, believe it or not. I didn't notice it at the time. I was so busy looking down at the pitch, I didn't pay any attention to this dog. And it wasn't until I then put that up there and then people started commenting. I've got to say, that is one of the funniest things I've seen on Twitter for a long time. And I didn't even know it. It was brilliant. So into the results for Sunday, the 31st of October. And dogs very much the subject of conversation. <laughs> Uh, Bassey Dogs losing 9-1 to Sporting Continental. The Cats, the Jaguars or whatever their an animal is, I believe that's a, a panther or a jaguar. Uh, mauling is dog opposition this weekend in the championship. Uh, lots of comments every time Sporting Continental win, but they are edging closer to where they need to be in the Southern Sunday hierarchy. <laughs> I think from my perspective I'll just be glad when it's all over and then that is one argument that has been absolutely done to death yep. um, that argument I'm sure then will finish and then I'm sure someone will find something else to swap it with it'll be Celeste then won't it 
Oh, don't. <laughs> In the Bob Dixon League one, just the two games this week. Uh, Junction Elite first, drawing three all with Wimbledon Commoners. Uh, Junction Elite doing quite well this season. So a good point for the Commoners? Uh, I'd say they'd be very happy with that, yeah. Um, I think they will certainly want a conversation around the promotion at the end of the season. So against one of the top sides, uh, taking points off, that's Junction Elite's first drop points of the season. So I think they'll take a point, yeah. Well done to the Wimbledon boys. Uh, Putney Pacers against London Ravens was the other game in the Bob Dixon League one in another draw. Uh, perhaps the weather is a bit of a leveller today. Yes, I don't think probably the, the way that the form has gone for both teams, you would have predicted that. So that's Putney Pace's first point of the season. Yeah. Um, the, the irony, I think, for me was, is that Junction Elite and London Ravens, are, you know, they're quite big rivals. They're both going to be there or thereabouts at the end of the season. And I think they'll be gutted to have looked at the other one's result and realised that they dropped points. Yeah, no one's so, any ground. No one's been able to make up ground or... or put a gap between the other a draw doesn't really help either of them in that in that title race does it no I, I think they'd have been really disappointed a then to get the point and not the win and then they would have it would have been compounded even more than to look at the other result then for the fact that obviously they couldn't as you say make up any ground so uh yeah they're very interesting but I keep saying is this my fifth week now Andrew there's there's no more discussion Graham you're in okay all right, no, no, I'm going to stop mentioning that. And so I think I said on a previous podcast, I think that this League One is is the most kind of unpredictable. And I, I think this one is going to go to the wire. So I think those results today, I think, would back that up a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, League Two, just the one game. Uh, Club Football Val, disappointed with the result this week. They lost 2-1 to the Wimbledon Wolves. Um, disappointed. Uh, but they seem like a real good club. Uh, starting really to interact with the podcast uh, Twitter account, uh, tag us into things and, and liking and retweeting our um, stuff. So thank you to the boys. Um, it seems like um, they're a good bunch, uh, but they lost 2-1 to Wimbledon Wolves today. Uh, surprise result for you, Graham? No, not a surprise. And just before I just go on and talk about congratulations on your numbers, Andrew. I did see your tweet earlier on. So uh, yeah. well done to you and the podcast. And uh, don't think about selling the franchise to anybody. Uh, we need <laughs> you to stay. We need you to stay where you are, please. I'm going to have to pay someone else to take it off me, Graham. There's no chance <laughs> of selling it. That was a that was a joke. And yeah, 90,000 listens um, at the time of recording uh, for something started um, for me, basically to keep my um, brain occupied during a period of uh, quite uh, ill mental health and uh, yeah I just needed something to channel uh, that 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 energy towards into something positive and we've ended up at 90,000 people have listened to it just short of uh, two and a half years or just two and a half years later uh, that 90,000 people have decided to tune in and listen and uh, it's been great and uh, yes, it's, it's totally overwhelming the amount of brilliant people that I've met on this journey that I would never have met otherwise um, it's very overwhelming and uh, yeah it's, it's, it's a bit it's a bit much but yeah very, you're a very, very humble good. man Andrew but I have to say we give you congratulations as well because without you facilitating and, and putting the platform on in the first place then um, you know it, it wouldn't be the success as it is and I know you're very generous to people like me and your other guests and the clubs who obviously make a contribution, but there always has to be that person that has to facilitate it and, um, and organize it. So, you know, thank you from me and from our clubs. You're welcome. And as there's lots of people doing really good things in content creation, I'm just seen to have 
uh, it's gone really good for me. And, um, you know, we're not on YouTube, we're audio only. So we are slightly different to all of the other people, uh, the Roots TVs and, and the amateur footballers of the world who are fantastic as well. It must be said, but they're a little bit different to me. So that's probably why uh, things have gone so well in the last, well, in February, it'll be three years. So you can't um, watch audio when you're driving in the car, no, Andrew, but no, you can exactly. listen to a bloody good podcast. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. And as a, I've, I've laboured this point a few times that our target audience was 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 Dave, the postman on his round on a Monday morning, wanting to hear his team, uh, his team's result and that he scored a brace or he scored a hat trick. That was always my target audience. Just what, what I like to do, get on the train, stick on a podcast and uh, and listen and and then that's it. I mean, that's how I like to enjoy uh, podcasts. YouTube was never really my thing. Um, the whole point was that I could turn a, a podcast round in the same evening as recording it uh, with videos. It's a lot more technical. So actually, Graham, it's just a bit of laziness from myself as to why it's all the <laughs> only. <laughs> uh, but no, thank you. And yeah, it's been it's been good. And uh, hopefully, ninety five more listeners in another two and a half years time. That will be great. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's uh, go on to give Wimbledon Wolves some credit for their win yeah, so today against Wolves Club against Football Club. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that one. Uh, yeah, um, that was one of the games played down on the 3G pitch down at Tooting. So we're very grateful for the fact of the 3G because we've got um, a couple of games played on it today, which was good yeah. news. Uh, Wimbledon Wolves, um, they're a good side, you know. They're a very, very good side. Um, they are one of the... A uh, couple of teams, I think, to run Selhurst quite close. I think they played Selhurst first game of the season. I think there might have only been two or three goals in it from, from memory. They will want a conversation with AFC South London and Q Antigua about that promotion place. They will definitely want uh, to be in there or thereabouts. And, um, yeah, whilst they've now played the highest number of games in the Division 8, which is fantastic, Um AFC South London taking on Sellers next weekend. So that could be really, really interesting. Um, so they'll be they'll be grateful. Club Football Vale started off pretty slowly. Um, they've got a couple of results and then a couple of results in, in recent weeks just not going their way. But it sounded like a close one today. So positives for Club Football Vale, I would say. Positive. And Wilberton Wolves, of course, if they can avoid any howlers, they'll, uh, they'll have a good season. Oh, don't. I've had it with dogs today. <laughs> uh, League five. Uh, St. Matthew's project against uh, Painters Community looked like a real good game uh, at the beginning uh, of the day. I know when we talked about this last week, uh, both teams have been doing quite well this season. Uh, Painters coming out uh, big winners, 5-2. Um, they've scored so many goals lately. They're yeah, a they're a good side. They're a Good side. They've kicked on from their cup final win last year as well. Um, some teams, you know, it's a bit of a flash in the pan if they go and win a cup. Um, it's not like the consistency that you put together over an 18 game mm. uh, league season. And they have to say they, they really have come on uh, leaps and bounds. And of course, they'll be very, very happy um, in contrast to the other Junction Elite team. When they then look at Junction Elite's result, which you're going to read out in a second, that would have felt like a double win. Yeah, Junction Elite second, drawing three all with AFC Bluebirds. So Junction Elite with two three alls in the club uh, this Sunday. And other games for any other Junction Elite teams. Two three all draws for the club. The Painters have that's that that's that taking advantage of their opponents' uh, results. Painters scoring lots of goals, uh, and that that tops off a good few weeks for them. Uh, they've not got some breathing space now, haven't they? 
Yeah, he's playing, I believe, uh, possibly Newland's coming up as well in a repeat of the uh, Selk podcast, Graham Robbers Shield. We just wanted to get that in there. Yeah. Uh, repeat of last year's final. I think that's taking place either next week or the week after. So um, that should be good. Uh, and the last game in League Five, uh, Sporting London 4, Real El Madrid 5. Uh, some good results in uh, League Five. Real Madrid uh, grabbing the first win of the season. Uh, let's move on to League Nine. Uh, Deportivo, La Calruña, eight. Clapham Athletic, two. Uh, Neil, it's not an eight-two. I was dreaming. Well, you'd eight to see it, wouldn't you? I'd eight to see that, but I wish I was wishing it. That's why I've said it. Sorry about <laughs> We've that. We've not had one to give you yet. You haven't. There's not been an eight-two. Sack the team. Sack the refs. <laughs> uh, Deportivo really having a good time of it. They've been. Uh, Keep their feet on the ground and don't milk it, though. There's a long season left uh, for them. But they've had a good time of it the last few weeks. Uh, and you've just, whoever runs the Southern Sunday Twitter account has just found them on Twitter. And they were very pleased about it today. That will be me. <laughs> Is there anything you don't do, Graham, for the league? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, that's a really good win for uh, Deportivo. Uh, and they are having a very good year in, the, in League Nine, aren't they? Yeah, I spoke to a few of their lads this morning. Um, that was the infamous dog pitch, that one. Um, okay. I've got to say, stepping on a lot of the pitches as I did this morning, you've got that squelch and the water and everything underneath. That yeah. pitch over at Wandsworth Park, the one right next to the river, that was as bone dry as anything. There was not a speck or a drop of water on that pitch this morning. It was unbelievable. And he was calling me and he's saying, is the game going to be on? Is it going to be on? I went, look, I'm on my way there. I'll be there in five minutes. I'll ring you. And of course, I put the little video up and whatever, because they were absolutely loving all that, weren't they? That they got a bit of attention. They were loving it. Um, And then I rang him afterwards and he said, playing the second half in the sunshine, he said, was absolutely fantastic. He said it was like playing a game in the summer. It was lovely. Got Got the ball down, pinging it about. He said the lads were absolutely loving it. So, um, yeah, 8-0. Looking at the top three now in the table, they've all got identical records, which is four wins and a loss from five. Top three teams all on 12. So we said right at the start, didn't we, about the new divisions of League 9 and League 10 of new teams, that we don't know what way this is going to go. This looks quite exciting, this division. I'm, I'm quite happy about it. Yeah, it's always nice when you've got a, when you've got so many new teams that... Um... There could, there's, you always get the lower division sharks that have sort of maybe half blagged their way down the divisions. But when you've got it nice and competitive like that, they they may all four or all, all four or five of those new of those boys at the top might be sharky for their division. But at least it, it's competitive for them with some good opposition. And it seems you've got lucky or this or good judgment, I imagine, uh, from you, Graham. It's not luck. luck. It's me, Andrew. It's not luck, is it? Come on. <laughs> Uh, but you've, no. you've got away with it again. and that Yeah, I have year. got away with it. It's absolutely <laughs> pure bloody luck. Of course it is. Uh, in the Marcus Lipton Cup, uh, Peckham Cosmos lose 4-2 to Dara FC Reserves. Peckham Cosmos left to concentrate on their league form and potentially another league cup. Um, yeah, they'll have another League Cup to come. Um, Dar Reserves, they'll be happy with that just to get through to the next round following their defeat um, a couple of weeks ago. So, um, yeah, interesting. Graham, I'll see you on the other side for the Southern Sunday fixtures for next week. Can't wait. Cheers, Andrew. So now for the Westford fixtures for Sunday, the 31st of October. I'm here 
the man himself. We have made it to Silk Towers, the two of us again. Just the two of us building castles in the sky. Gibbs, how are you doing, son? I'm good. I feel like it's just us these days with Roger and Jamie on, uh, on sick leave. Yeah, Jamie's back uh, next week in Silk Towers, as will um, Roger be. Ro- Roger, he's like a phantom. He just pops up when he wants these days. Well, I'm sure he does like one in six, doesn't he? We've got a cup draw next week that involves his team. So he'll be here to try and, you know, Avery likes to try and tell us who to get him out of the oh, draw. Yeah, I, think he, I, think, I think he's getting Spartans. Uh, is your mic working by the way yes working fantastic right straight into the results there's not too many uh, games yesterday in Westfar rain affecting quite a few games Uh, so into the Prem uh, surprise result first up Meridian Sports uh, 2 Spring Hill United 5 bit of a shock result there Spring Hill United um, couldn't see them getting a result at any stage. I couldn't, uh, but I saw glimpses of the game because I was at Meridian and um, they, it was a proper end-to-end game. You just heard screaming both ends and um, it was 2-2 at one stage and then I think Spring Hill just uh, pulled away. They even hit the post literally in the oh, last uh, couple of minutes as well. Um, I think they had, uh, who had a man sent off? I think it was uh, Spring Hill had a man sent off last minute as well. Oh, okay. So it was all going on in the mud. It was like the, the goalkeeper <laughs> mouth was like a little bit of a swimming pool towards the end. Mm. Um, it was just, There was just puddles and it, it just looked like a proper Sunday league mud bath, honestly, the pitch after. That's Meridian for you. Uh, Barnhurst played Burridge Blues in the senior division. Uh, a proper old school game, that one. Barnhurst losing 5-3 to Burridge. Um, that's a real good derby, that one. I think all the boys get on. I bet there was plenty of beers. I think Meridian probably done a wrap behind the bar after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll want them to play each other each week. Um, not too many other games in Division 1 or 2. None, in fact. Uh, Woolwich 90 against Auburn Eagles. Game started in the rain, but some of the videos... Was from, from what I've gathered, I think um, Auburn are winning. Okay. And I believe from what I've heard that Woolwich said it was unsafe to play. So no, I, mean, I think there were still games going on around them. And um, From the, the pictures, I, they put a video on. I think Arthur put a video on social media that showed it was just, I mean, you couldn't see anything. Yeah. Anyway, game stopped. The ref obviously wanted his 40 quid uh, on that one yesterday. Uh, in Division 4, to go all the way down to Division 4 for the next game, Hartford Athletic beat Spring Hill Resi's 3-1. Uh, Chris Elliott, I think he was sharing his time between the Resis and the Blues yesterday. We'll find out. I think that a was a lunchtime kickoff because Jen had to um, get uh, their son to the game, and she was at Meridian in the morning as well. Okay, I see Chris there. He didn't get out of his car though. He weren't in. He weren't in the uh, in the mud with the, with the lads, but he was watching from his car in the car park. That's probably why he was hundred meter distance by the first team one. <laughs> uh, Junior Red Sports lost three two to Kingsford. Uh, good team, Kingsford. Uh, Junior Red Sports have had a good season so far so that's got to go down as a good result for the boys well done uh, Peckham Wright A6 No Life 1 and uh, that's a great win for the it was for, a good the, win for the right. they could have had more to be fair there was a penalty that um, they passed back to the keeper Togs give back um, and to be fair the one that um, New Life got was a bit harsh on Rick the keeper because uh, one of their guys shot he should have caught it, to be fair, but he's dropped it right in front of the line, and you can see it was in front of the line. It never went over. New Life screamed goal. The ref blew to the penalty spot, so um, that that was given. But um, they played really well yesterday. The A team there, some nice passages of play, and uh, it's a good three points for them. You know, good good on the goal difference as well. Well done to the boys. Steve's uh, doing a good job. No Life continue to struggle. 
Uh, in the Division 7, the best division in West Far. The second best division. Uh, Newcastle Rovers reserves losing 6-4 to Sidcup. Uh, no bounce from, sadly, from probably gaining a few players from the uh, from the folded team. Uh, New Cross. That was at Meridian win. yesterday as well. Full squad they had out as well. Yeah, well. They'll never call a game off at Meridian. Not <laughs> when there's a pound note to be had. Uh, the Battle of Greenwich yesterday. Battle Cruisers lost 5-2 to Greenwich Challenge Vets. Poor old Battle Cruisers. Uh, Forrester's got a, a home win against Oddfellows Green. I think you said there was going to be an upset in that one anyway. Yeah, I predicted uh, it, didn't I? Oddfellows Green sadly folding. Um, Not folding. But they've gone back to the they've old league, They've gone back to North Kent, I believe, yeah. I, mean, that, I think that's where they was. And that's a complete waste of everyone's time. I'm not going to hold my words on that one. No, it's true, to be honest. All the help that Westray have given and and stuff. And then to, I've heard that it might have been a player issue or the travelling and stuff. But you would have known mm. that before you joined the league, surely. I mean, the home ground is Hall Place, so... It's not it's not a million miles out <laughs> no. of it, to be fair. Uh, I mean, at least Brixton had the decency to do it before the season started. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit bad badass to be fair and if they've gone back to the North Kent it's a bit of a it's a bit I know every league wants teams but North Kent could have said look maybe stick it out with Westford for the season or something you know yeah. like no it's not cricket for me uh, that's a shame uh, Northern Eagles getting a, an away walk over yesterday, uh, yesterday against Bexley Heath uh, Highfield getting a win against Folded uh, Draper Close uh, Elton Rovers continue their good season in the Dewar Shield uh, against Old Fortronians 5-1 Elton Rovers looking decent this year they are to be fair they're um, going along nicely picking up results and Old Fortronians they, they don't do too bad like I, I think they're, they're uh, they've just had some tough games because they lost to under the radar but they're not actually getting spanked I know 5-1 is a a, a shipping of goals but for teams in higher leagues they're not getting kind of rolled over no. so I think that um, they've just had a bit of an unlucky run Elton Rovers definitely a team to keep your keep your eyes open for in Westford especially uh, in the Cups they will definitely cause upsets uh, against higher placed teams we like upsets it makes it better it does uh, Footscray Vets back Footscray Lions Vets back to winning ways uh, they battered Royal Oak 12-1 they will do that against lower place in position. Um, they just seem to ship 12 goals every week, don't they, Royal Oak? Yeah. They're, they've not started off the best. but They've slipped under the radar, basically, with JJ United and these teams that are Conceding so many, but yeah. we've not, we've not kept, we've not really noticed Royal Oak, but you're right, they do concede quite a few There's goals. They've had a few 12 twos and stuff, haven't they? Yeah. Do, you, do you know what I mean? I think they're just a team that likes to play football for an excuse to get together and have a beer, I'm assuming. Uh, New Cross Rovers against Kingfisher was abandoned. That might be the video I saw um, earlier uh, in, on social media um, down at the the wreck. Um, yeah, it was absolutely pissing down, and yeah, correctly um, <laughs> correctly abandoned again. Probably the ref wanted their forty quid. Uh, Spring Hill United Blues uh, get battered by um, Danton Albion six nil after extra time. It wasn't. It wasn't after extra time. I don't know oh, why it says that. Uh, okay. I saw a bit of the game because it was at Meridian as well. Um, going to say nil nil at full time yeah and no six, it, it wasn't I don't know why it says after extra time but I saw the third goal um, for Danson it just looked like um, a proper rough and tumble Sunday league game it was okay. um, <laughs> it was at, it was obviously at Meridian the pitch was cutting up a bit a um, lot of long balls and they're actually quite a big old side um, yep. Danson yep um, but yeah I saw them get their third goal from a corner decent finish to be fair he's, he's hooked it round on a bit of a volley but um 
I would have expected better from the Blues yesterday, to be fair. I think they even said on socials that they never showed up yesterday as well. Yeah, they did. They were quite... The, the whoever's in charge of their um, account chats with the chats with the podcast yeah. account quite a bit. And yeah, he said we were crap. Yeah, they're actually doing their act and they're very honest. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, assessing it. I think what happened with that game, I think Chris Elliott was from his car sending Texas to the goalkeeper. Yeah. And the keeper <laughs> weren't watching the game. Uh, in the Pete Smith Memorial Cup... Footscray Lions lost 3-1 to Metro Massive, uh, having a much better year this year, Metro Massive. Well done, boys. It was a tough start to Westford before. They've come back and they've stuck to it. Well done. Uh, Gwydish Hot Shots beat Martinham Forest 4-2 in the Westford Shield. Well done, lads. Called that one as well, didn't I? Upset. Yeah. Uh, Intercross 4, um, Las Cabras 3. Well done to Intercross. I'm, I'm pleased for Intercross, you know, because they've took a... A few defeats, didn't they? And it's not they haven't. Um, we've not seen them care a win in a little while. I know yeah. Las Cabras. Most teams are kind of beating as well, so they could have done with a three point. Well, they could have done with the win themselves. But please run across there. Yeah, I've, I've. I mean, both teams uh, get beat regularly, so those those types of games, it's good uh, that there's a winner. Obviously, cup games, super special in the rain. I love a cup game in the rain. Um, South London Athletic. Beat Bexley Knights 13-3 in the Sports King 16-goal thriller. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, well done, boys. Uh, big think, win. Do you think they was playing rush keeper? I don't think... Well, Bexley Knights definitely didn't have a keeper. No. Uh, we've seen uh, South London Athletic can score goals. We've seen that this season. And they look much better um, after recent years. Very organised this year. With Ben's back there now. And um, picking up some great results and obviously scoring goals. So it's... Um, this, it's good for them to be fair. So obviously the the loss they had last week, they've put that to one side and uh yeah, going along nicely. Well done boys. Uh in the London Sunday Challenge Cup, Bulltarks played uh Quota Municipal uh, Prem champions, uh Spartans and lost four three. Bulltarks left now to, to concentrate on the Prem division. Uh no shame in losing four three to Spartans. They are a top team. Full of praise for Bulltarks on social media as well. Um it's a shame that they've they've been dumped out, but it is what it is, I guess. To be fair, I didn't actually see that result. That's the one result I didn't see. But um sounds like a good game though. Hopefully it was kinda of close and then if they've nicked it four three, it's um it's one of them ones to celebrate and the rain makes it all worthwhile of getting up, doesn't it? But um unlucky to Bull Talk, so. Exactly. Uh, well done, boys. Uh Highgate and Muswell Hill welcomed Borden Sports A yesterday <laughs> of all days that journey. Uh one all after um, the game was played Borden Sports A losing 4-2 on penalties and I think Billy and Mark Dolby's match report was basically the worst penalties they've ever, they've ever seen by any Borden Sports team oh really yeah. um, I don't know actually I had a couple of missed calls from Bill earlier so I was having a, I was having a nap so sorry Bill yeah. But, um, but yeah to travel all that way over to Muswell and lose on penalties just um it's hard, isn't it, to be fair. But they've given a good account of themselves. And that, I think that Highgate and Muswell Hill, they knocked out um, uh, Northern Eagles last year, didn't they? I think in the, in yeah, the media right. trophy. I think so. So, obviously, they're an established team. But um, London Cup, it, it penalties is a lottery, like we've said in recent weeks. You know, yep. anyone can win on, on pens. You might have been the better team in the game and you lose on pens. It's, just, it's a lottery. Fair so, play. it's nothing to be ashamed of. I've, I'm sure Billy is more interested in Westford Prem this season getting their name on the trophy so um, happy probably happy to see the back of London Cup after it's been a bit of a shambles this year uh, Jam 1-6-1 against uh, Catford 
Wanderers, well done to Phil and the boys. Yeah, well done, Phil. Do you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Phil because he don't go on social media and brag about his team. He's there literally, like, not celebrating, but he's there congratulating everyone else is the right word as well. Like, all for the Westford teams, like, oh, well done for getting through and stuff like that. He's not out there saying, oh, we've done this, we've done that. No. So, he's proper, um, he's humble in his win and uh, he congratulates everyone. So, fair play to Phil and... Uh, Going forward, I hope they have a good run in the London Cup, you know, because they're they're a good solid side, Jam. I agree. Uh, be an awkward opposition for anyone, uh, Jam. So well done to Phil. Uh, the the further Westford teams can go in the competition, the better. Uh, the Dan's uh, Gibson's Dan fuck Gibson's uh, results of the week were Meridian losing five two to Spring Hill, or Spring Hill beating Meridian five two. Yep, big result. Hot shots winning 4-2 against Mottenham Forest. Come on, the shots! Uh, best team in Greenwich yesterday. Uh, South London Athletics, 13-3 against Bexley Knights. Doesn't need much. No, I think it has to go in there, doesn't it, to be fair. That's a fucking fantastic result. Uh, and Intercross Las Cabras. Tight game, obviously. Um, Intercross 4-3. Winners. Good choices. Yeah, I just think on the... I know there was a couple of... Um, twelve. It was a 12-1 in there as well, but it won't... It weren't a shock to the system, no, no. and they've conceded twelve quite a lot. Yep. Um, and as I said earlier, for Intercross to to win and, and go through, they're one of them teams that turns up every week. They're always there for a game. They're not. Um, they're not. They're not messing about or fucking about or not showing up. So it's, it's no. good to see teams that grind out the wins. You know. Agreed. All, all except AFC Sporting Greenwich in the league. <laughs> don't mind it what cup run they have, but not in the league. Well, I see. When we talk about the fixtures, hopefully uh, Sporting Greenwich have another win under their belt. <laughs> Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So we are back once again with Roger, the Renegade Master. That's uh, me. (laughs) For the fixtures for Sunday, the 7th of November. Um, as it stands, we've got a decent amount of games here. Hopefully, the weather is polite and uh, plays ball now for the rest of the week. Watch well, some some pitches could have done with that drenching it had yesterday and a week off. Um, yeah, it's still a bit dry, wasn't it? Up until obviously yesterday. Definitely, yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully it's helped some pitches and uh, we get loads of games this weekend. Uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed for sure. Um, two lots, two lots of Surrey FA. Uh, games this weekend. We'll get to those uh, at the end. Uh, Russell is our guest predictor again and Roger and I will put our predictions in. Jamie is out of his sick bed now but it's going to take it's going to take him some time to get through the predictions so we know where we stand points wise. I can only assume that I'm losing. I've had a couple of bad weeks Andrew. Some really bad weeks I think. Well the only good thing is with no, with not many games being played this week, uh, we couldn't we couldn't have got many points anyway. So. No, thank God. But as I say, Russell is the guest predictor, so we'll go for all of those games at the end uh, of these games. Right, Michael Donovan Premier Division, uh, Lambeth Lions take on uh, Chelsea Athletic. Uh, interesting game this one. Uh, Lambeth are flying at the moment. Uh, obviously. Uh, through in the London Cup recently against Peckham Rye, uh, doing well in the league. Um, Chelsea Athletic, um, they're a stubborn 
they're going to be stubborn uh, opposition for Lambeth Lions. That's for sure. Um, not expecting an upset on this one personally. Uh, Chelsea, I'd, I'd imagine, would be happy with a draw if you offered it to them now. I think so. Yeah, I said they'll be stubborn and they'll probably put up a good fight. Yeah, but it's hard to see past the Lambeth Lions. Lambeth Lions win at the moment. Absolutely. Um, it's uh, and, and any of the top three there, and I'm not. Uh, I think it's fair to say the top three are a fair fair way ahead of everyone else in that Prem division. Uh, Lambeth, PSG, and Spartans. Um, you, you just have to almost write those games off. I think if you're a lower placed mm-hmm. opposition, and and if you get anything out of it, a point. It's a, yeah, it's great, and a three points is going to be fantastic. Um, just try and make mm-hmm. a good account of yourself and uh, test and test some higher placed opposition. Good luck to Chelsea um, mm-hmm. on that one on Sunday. Uh, Spartans face PSG. Uh, what two teams? Two teams I just mentioned as the front runners in that division. Uh, mm-hmm. Half twelve kickoff at Coney Hall. What a Spartans game. PSG. What a game! Uh, it's a shame it's not a week later, and I could have. Perhaps refereed it. That's my yeah, week. I know. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's my week on the um, on the uh, what's it called on the quantum quantum municipal. Sorry, <laughs> I'm trying to think too much there. Um, hang on a minute. No, yeah, no, it is. It's not. This isn't my week. Uh, but yeah, that's a fantastic game. It doesn't really mm. need doesn't need too much uh, introduction. No, uh, definitely. Any time these these teams play each other, you just feel as though that's a six pointer. Definitely in that in that title race for sure. Definitely, um, yeah. It looks, it's, it, it, I mean, it's a standout game. Um, it'll be a standout game on any week, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, both sides will be looking to sort of get the win early in the season and sort of get some momentum. Um, you know, get the points on the board early. So yeah, will be. It's going to be an absolute cracking game football that one. Absolutely, in Division One, uh, Cobbs take on Woodside. Both teams looking at that as winnable, I imagine. Um, Woodside desperate to get back to uh, some kind of form in the league. Um, it's been a while for them since that has happened in the in yep. the league. Uh, and Cobbs at home, obviously. Uh, I know Pearly Way is home to a lot of clubs. Yeah, uh, but do you think that's gonna that's gonna give them the advantage? Can you see Woodside getting I, anything out of this? Uh, I mean, Cobbs aren't have not been the same Cobbs this season. Um, and saying that Woodside have been poor as well. Um, yeah, I, 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 I can't see past the Cobbs win at the moment, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Woodside was to upset them um, and, and get a win. Just because, I mean, like I said, Cobbs have been, not been the same Cobbs as, as, we, as we knew from seasons gone by. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that should be a really good game to be fit as well. Scrappy, I'd imagine, but a good game. It will be a good game. As I say, both teams looking at that as winnable, so that puts yep. a little bit of extra into it. Uh, London Warriors play MMFC in a mouthwatering tie. Um, London London Warriors not really uh, under the radar anymore. I think we've flagged them up a couple of times now, looking like a, a decent team. We've probably ruined their season. Uh, they were happy to be going unnoticed, but now, now they're, very, they're very much noticed. Yeah, um, yeah, we've, I think we've, yeah, we've mentioned them a lot now recently. Um, that's going to be a really good top-of-the-table clash there. MMFC off the back of, off of a loss. London Warriors are just sort of plodding along nicely. Um, you know, like was going well, not under the radar anymore, but they've been going along about their business nicely. So yeah, yeah, that looks like a really good, really good game of football down down at Ashburn. Uh two teams who did JFC win in the cup this week? 
no, they're running the league. 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 They're and some wins, but um, Sinistead just look like they're just building that momentum, and perhaps yeah. a week or two ahead of um, Huxley Guards in that in that positive movement. So I can see a Sinistead JFC win on this one personally. Yeah, yeah, I'd go I'd go along them lines as well. You said Sinistead JFC just look like they're sort of finding their feet now, um, playing themselves into form. Huxley, yeah, just haven't really seemed to get going yet. So no. on, on the balance of things, you probably say JFC will, will should get the win. Absolutely. Division two, uh, Albo United, uh, my favourite new team to the Quarter Municipal this season, I must say. Uh, mm-hmm. Take on KFC. Uh, interesting game, that one. Albo, we know they can score goals. KFC, I think, um, conceding five goals this weekend. So that might not be, um, that could be yeah, a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gold coaching against South Sea Wanderers. Uh, which gold coaching is going to turn up to this game on Sunday? Because we know. Which, which, if it's one way or the other, it could they could nick a win or they could get battered by a real good side in in the quarter municipal. Yeah, yeah I think I think I've, I think I've picked that one out as one of the games of the week. Um, yeah, um, we we as a neutral, you're hoping that it's the goal coaching that can play some football and and can get results. Yeah. Um, if you're South Sea, you're you're hoping that it's it's the the ones that turn up and get their asses felt though. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, hopefully it's the it's the it's the decent goal coaching and, and and it makes for a cracking game of football. Sure, it will be. Uh, South London Royals return to action this week against Kaizen. Hopefully, they can get a team out this week. We're assuming we assume they couldn't get a team out, of course, uh, for yeah. last week. Um, that's looking like a good game. Kaizen have been good this season. Uh, South London Royals firsts, um, not so good, but not not terrible. Um, but Kaizen probably will go into that one as favourites. Uh, another team playing last week. Hopefully, um, the Kaizen have the Kaizen boys have um, sorted out the issues that caused them not to play this week. Mm. Uh, and Union versus Dynamo Duppers. Poor old Union. I mean, that could be that could be anything, couldn't it? It could be. Yeah, and you're starting to feel for for Union at the moment. Yeah, they started the season well, and um, like I said since October, and their form was just sort of falling off a cliff. Dynamo Dappers, we know, are a good side and 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 are capable of, of beating both sides on their day. So, yeah, like it's the same with what we said about goal coaching. We're just hoping that a, a decent Union side turns up and makes a game of it. Yeah. Otherwise, they could be in for a long Sunday morning against Dynamo, Dynamo Dappers. Absolutely. Div 3, um, Chelsham Athletic <coughs> Reserves uh, take on Souls. Um, they've, had a massive, they've had massive results. Um, Josh and Athletic Resis have also been battered, so it's very hard to to predict these ones um, at the moment. Souls, they came down into the three this season, didn't they? So maybe that makes yep. them slight favourites um, in the game, um, but unknown, still unknown. Uh, that one is very hard to call some of these um, some of these lower division games. Uh, gold coaching Resis take on Addington United. Um, the gold coaching reserves have struggled this season. Addington very much improved. Uh, see nothing but an Addington win. Uh, this week, uh, Roger. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, I'll agree with that statement. They are the form side in Division 3 at the moment. Um, they are putting wins together, league wins together, which is great to see. Um, I think goal coaching reserves may be on the 
wrong end of a of a Tonkin Sunday. Good luck to both teams. As we say, if Addington United were once that team were get, get yeah. were getting tonked like goal coaching Mezzies have been, and they must be a good that must be something for these clubs to look at and say if you just keep going, you'll get there in the end. So good luck to everybody. Uh, in that one, uh, South London Royals Reserves against Surrey Park Rangers. What a great game this is. And and Surrey, um, South London Royals Reserves with a big win in the last uh, last weekend against FC 25. 6-3 um, this week play free scoring Surrey Park Rangers. Very interesting game indeed, Roger. Yeah, it looks to be really interesting. And I, and I don't think Surrey Park Rangers will have this game all their own way. Um, no. I think, I think South London Royals will, will make a game of it. Um, so, yeah, that, that'll be an interesting one. Very interesting. Uh, so, and the last game, last league game of this one is Fulton Heath Rangers taking on FC 25. FC 25 on the back of a defeat. Fulton Heath Rangers going around, going quite steadily and not terribly, uh, but nope. not, set, not setting the world alight. But again, both teams will probably look at this and think this is winnable. Um it's going to be an interesting uh, division in league for, in division three, looking really good. Um, in the league challenge cup, uh, just a few of the round uh, one or two of the round one fixtures left to go. Bosjam take on Addiscombe Corinthians in this one. Hopefully, um, everything's settling down and Anis, adding at Addiscombe Corinthians. It's nice to see um, them still going. Another their other team, the Casuals, Addiscombe Casuals playing in the Surrey FA Intermediate Cup as well. We were a little bit worried about the club or the teams mm. in the league, um, but they seem to be settling down and at least fixtures are planned ahead for them. Yes. Yeah. Um, be a, it's going to be a long long Sunday morning for, for Corinthians against yeah. uh, against the, a Prem side in Boss Jam. But um, as we said previously, um, it's, they can seem to take this one as a free hit. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got nothing to lose, um, so yeah, why not go go and make a give it a good go and 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 to go all out and try and get the win. Exactly. Uh, good luck to both teams there in the Challenge Cup. As I say, the draw for the second round may still have some winners ofs involved because you're not going to get your game in before next Monday, Rog. No, unfortunately not. Um, but we'll get bring you the round two draw on the Sunday League show on Monday the, the 8th of November. Um, Surrey FA Intermediate Cup, Croydon JFC play Royal Admiral. Good luck to the Croydon boys in that one. And Addiscombe Casuals take on Wallingham. Again, unashamedly biased when it comes to Croydon Municipal teams in the County Cups, unless yeah. they're playing unless they're playing someone in from our other leagues that we cover <laughs> and we just, we just try and stay neutral. neutral I, yeah. I do, I do anyway. Um, in the Sunday, in the Surrey FA Junior Cup, Southside Blues play Saha 11. And this is a replayed one from this weekend. When, and last week, yeah. And last this, weekend. And the week, yeah. So this is this will be the third time this fixture's been up. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we finally get this game played. As all um, other games around you at Pearly Way or were, due, were played around your pitch yesterday, your, it was your referee that decided that your pitch wasn't playable. Yes, um, and and um, I don't usually like. I mean, I can't really. I mean, I didn't. I didn't make it to the pitch, so I can't comment. Um, all I can say is that he made the call two hours before my game was due to kick off. Yeah. Now, which which seems a bit strange for me because at that time the rain was dying down, the sun was sort of started to break through the clouds. So yeah, 
Um, I told my when I when I broke the news to my team, they were understandably not happy. Yeah. Um, that the decision was made to to call it off at half past ten, and there was the fact that other games were going ahead on the pearly way as well. So, you know, I suppose it's whether the referee feels comfortable or whether he feels that the game can be played in a safe manner. I don't know, but you know, it's his prerogative. It's his decision at the end of the day. Uh, being a being a uh, county game, we don't predict those usually. But what, what's the app? What are you seeing for this one? You haven't played now for um, a while. Yep, and uh, I mean the the good thing is that Southside Blues have been in the same boat. Um, they wouldn't have played for a while either. So yeah, I imagine the first sixty minutes will be scrappy, and then after that will be walking football. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, um, it'll be a tough game. Southside Blues have been playing well this season. They've got had some some good results and some results that were close that they'd lost. So, yeah, I expect it to be tough, but I've, I've got to back my boys to get the win. Always. Always. Right. So the predictions for these, these set of games, uh, as yeah. usual, the games picked by Roger, uh, mm-hmm. a few, very few of those games here picked themselves. I think, I think I agree with you on, on most of them. Yeah. Uh, Spartans PSG, uh, again, title title six pointer. You feel like yeah. you feel like the winners of this one uh, mm. get ahead of their of their rivals. Obviously, uh, PSG currently sitting top of the division with fifteen points, five wins from five games. Uh, yep. Spartans only managing two league games so far this season, but they've yep. got a hundred percent record um, plus four goal difference. PSG plus eleven goal difference in five games. Uh, Lambeth Lions sitting between the two of them in second place. Rod, this is such a big, a big game, and I don't know if Spartans win this, then obviously the games in hand will help them. They'll feel happy to have the games in hand. If they lose this game, that puts, that's a long way back. That puts PSG what um, 18, 12, 12 points ahead um, of Spartans, and Spartans yeah. will only have will only have what three games to catch up. That's that's massive in this division. It is, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think PSG have to look at that. Spartans have have been in this position many a times. Um, they know what it's about. PSG, it's going to be, it's almost going to be sort of a, a, a new, a, a new, um, a new experience for them. Um, you know, they 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 are now the hunted team at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. Um, Letting my heart, I say, letting my heart rule my head, and I let my head rule my heart. I think I just think Spartans have been in really good form of late. They're they're getting wins. I think they won. They they won Sunday in the London Cup without yeah. their goalie. Yeah, uh, Chris, their goalie was injured. I just think that, like I said, they, they're experienced. They've been in this position before. They know what it takes to win league titles. I just think they'll have enough about them to to see off a very good PSG side. Okay, what's your prediction? I'm going to say 4-3 to Spartans. I think it'll be high scoring too. Roger going with, um, Russell going with 3-2 PSG. Uh, Russell back in PSG. Um, I'm going to back Spartans. Sadly, I know I really like the PSG boys, but like you've said, um, this is is also almost like muscle memory for Spartans getting through these, these big title games. Uh, I'm going to go two-one to Spartans on uh, Sunday. Um, just looking at 
the goals against for PSG. They've conceded over a goal a game. Um, so I, I just think that extra bit of firepower Spartans have is going to get them over the line on Sunday. But it's going to be an absolute blinder. That's a half 12 kickoff at Coney Hall. So if you can get to definitely do what you yeah. need to do in the morning and go and see that one at Coney Hall on a nice big flat pitch, um, that would be a fantastic game. And the banter on the sidelines will be, I'll be good. even better. So get along to there if you can. Right, Division One. The next one is London Warriors against MMFC. Uh, both teams, um, first and second, respectively. Uh, mental, mm-hmm. is, is it mental muscle? I don't want to offend them I think again. it is. I think it is, yeah. Mental mm-hmm. muscle um, are sitting uh, top of the pile. Uh, four games played, three, three wins and one loss with nine points. Uh, London Warriors unbeaten too. Uh, four games played, two wins, two draws. Uh, eight points. Uh, goal difference for MM- MMFC is plus seven, and London Warriors plus three. So steady team. We've 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 described London Warriors as steady. I think mm-hmm. that that's pretty that's a pretty fair fair reflection on their season so far. Um, MMFC a uh, bit more uh, goals in them. Well, where do we see this one going, Rog? I'll give um, Rod Russell's prediction first. He has predicted 4-3 to MMFC. What do you think? Um, yeah, another tough one to pick. Um, yeah, London Warriors, like I said, they're just sort of steadily going along. They're not they're not pulling up trees. No. Um, um, they're just going about their business in a sort of steady fashion. MMFC, the league form has been fantastic. There's no doubt on that. But their cup form has been indifferent. They've lost, I think they've lost the last two cup games they've played in. Um, um, I don't know. Um, I would have to go with, I'm, I'm going to go with a London Warriors win. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to, yeah, I am. I am. I'm going to say a 2-1 win to London Warriors. No, no. Higher scoring in there. Both teams have got goals in them. Let's say 3-2 to London Warriors. 3-2 London Warriors. I'm going to yeah. bottle it. I'm going for a Desmond. Because yeah, I want so I want Sahara Eleven to get back into the title the yeah, title discussion. Definitely, yeah, we're some way off at the moment, but um, yeah, plenty of game, plenty of plenty of time to 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 claw our way back 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 up there. A I'm draw, still... a draw doesn't hurt you too much. A win either no. way does. Yes, thanks, right. thanks, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I need that. <laughs> My <laughs> predictions are shit anyway. So it's... <laughs> right, the next one. Uh, gold coaching taking on South Sea Wanderers. Uh, big game for this, although gold coaching currently third from bottom, uh, sitting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of mm. nine teams. Uh, we said they were up and down, only the one win this season. Uh, scored 10, let in 12, probably the tail of the tape for them in the league. South mm-hmm. Sea Wanderers, one loss, uh, not too many of those tasted. Uh, they didn't taste defeat too often last season. They're second in the division on goal difference to yep. the actual the the machine gun like attackers of Elbow United. They attack yep. and when they attack, they really attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Sea probably looking at looking like big favourites in this one. But can you see an upset at all, Roger? Um, yeah, yeah. If the goal coach and turn up that that have won their last two games comfortably, that. That beat Sanders did in the cup last season. If that Sanders, if, if that goal coaching turns up, then I could see an upset. Um, 
but yeah, it's 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 a big if. Um, so just for that, I'll go with a South Sea win, and I'm going to go with a. F- 4-2 to South Sea Wanderers. 4-2 to South Sea Wanderers. Russell, making me very happy and predicting an 8-2 to South Sea Wanderers. <laughs> so I thank yeah. him for that. It puts a smile on my face. I, I will back um, South Sea Wanderers. I'm going to go for a 5-1 South Sea Wanderers uh, win. I can't I can't see beyond them. 27 goals no. in, mm-hmm. in six games. I mean, what's, what's that in, uh, quickly? What's that? That is... Six, well, six goals a game, isn't it? Roughly. Yeah. No, it's not. Five goals a game. Let's go with that. Six goals a game. Just under six goals a game. So yeah. that's fantastic. They are a bit leaky at the back. 16 goals conceded. I mm-hmm. don't think they would have conceded that all of last season if we look back at the tables. Um, no. But still, when you're scoring 27, you can afford to let in six. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the last game of the week in Division 3 is... Uh, South London Royals Reserves, currently sitting fourth in the table, taking on Surrey Park Rangers, sitting second, um, only uh, well, six points between them. Uh, same games played, South London Royals Reserves, two losses. Um, Surrey Park Rangers, no losses. Flawless record for the SPR boys. Uh, oh, I've got to back Surrey Park Rangers on this one, sadly. I'm yeah. going to go... 4-1, sorry, Park Rangers. Sorry, John. He's oh. done the he's done the best ever Mike Jack heard on the on the Sunday League show. <laughs> <He did. laughs> but that they are 38 goals in five games for um sorry Park Rangers. They will score a few on Sunday. Yep. Uh Russell has gone for five three to Surrey Park Rangers. Uh Roger, are you gonna back John or can you only see is that a clean sweep today for Surrey Park oh. Rangers? Um, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to go. I'm yeah. I'm going. I'm I'm going to piss into the window. I'm going to go with. <laughs> so, I'm going to go with a South London Royals win. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to get them to nick it. I'm going to say five four to John's Royal London Royals reserves boys. What a fantastic game that would be. Um, John, don't let me four. down, please. But by the way, Rog, I just uh, update on on our favourite um, Div Three team, Addington United. Four wins out of four games this season, Ble- unblemished. League. Unblemished, yeah, I know. Only, Fantastic. Yep, yeah. yeah, I yeah, I know. They've only conceded eight goals as well. So I mean, you know, two goals a game, but you know, they're they're they're, they're um, yeah, I'm backing what, them. They're going to do it. What a turnaround for the boys, and good luck to you. On Sunday, Rudge in the County Cup. Hope you get that done. And I'll oh, see you yeah. at last. I'm, I'm praying that the game just gets played now. It's been the bane of my life for the last two, three weeks. Well, <laughs> hopefully it gets played. Um, I'll see you next week for the uh, Quota Municipal League Challenge Cup draw round two. Yeah, I should be there in person. I need to just fix the draw, Andrew. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah, we do. We need to have a look at the numbers and, and heat your one up, don't we? Yeah, perfect. All the best, mate, and I'll see you next week. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Andrew. So now we are back with Jamie and the Orpington and Bromley fixtures for Sunday the 7th of November. Um, Plenty of games scheduled, uh, and at the end of this, we'll go through our um, games of the week and with our guest predictor, uh, John White, um, back to... His 
usual um, role for us. Thank you again, John, for uh, back on the bench. <laughs> I think he enjoyed doing it, and uh, he's always. I mean, he, it, there's, you know, he was on the committee for a long time, so he, he knows most of the teams that he's talking about. Um, it was good, but as I say, he's a he's a safe pair of hands apart from when he's in goal. <laughs> You're asking for it now. He's gonna get he's gonna get on you on, <laughs> on social media. In the Prem Division, uh, Beckenham Rovers take on MSL. Good game. Hacienda take on Farnborough Old Boys Reserves. And Saha take on South London Panthers. Um, lots of good games there. Standout one for me. Saha against South London Panthers. Two teams that have come from different leagues and, and found themselves uh, in the Alberton and Bromley this year. It looks like an interesting one. Uh, in Division 1, Bexley United take on Club Langley. Uh, Hatcham Royals take on Sydenham Sports. Fantastic game. Uh, West Wickham take on Kawuya. Uh, in Div 2, Broccoli take on Blase Ballers. Uh, Manorwood play Hayden Youth. That's looking like a good game, Jamie. And Westrum play Chislehurst. Can Chislehurst find some form um, and regular wins? Oh, I don't know. Uh, in Div 3, Crayford Arrows play Belmont Athletic. And Montbell play Woosh United. Woosh started the season fantastically well. Uh, a couple of losses in recent weeks and some players lost to um, other teams um, they may not get their all, everything their own way against Montbell who have had a good start to their debut season in the Albuquerque and Bromley as well uh, in Div 4 uh, Lesser Christchurch play Crayway and FC United of Bromley play AFC Wilgar the last game not the last game the penultimate game in Div 4 SMCA play Broccoli Reserves resurgent Broccoli Reserves playing a resurgent SMCA. We might have rolled our eyes at that one last season, Jamie, but that looks quite a good game this year. Yeah, tasty little one, that. Uh, Crayford Arrows Reserves play FC United. Um, in Div 5, Bexley Athletic play Shortland Spitfires. Shortland Spitfires have been great in Div 5 so far. Bexley Athletic, uh, fair to Midland in their uh, debut season in the Orpington and Bromley. Um Shortland have scored a lot of goals, um, so that could be an interesting game. Hayes Old Boys take on Benhurst. Come on, Benhurst. Um, Phoenix Sports 5 take on the Colts. Come on, the Colts. Um, I'll tell you what, from what I saw yesterday from Phoenix Sports 5, they are a good little side, um, so keep your eyes open for them. All the Phoenix Sports teams are doing well this season. Uh, SE Ballers take on SE Lions, Battle of South East. Uh, South London Spartans play Kingsdale. Greenwich Mariners meet old adversaries Royal Southwark in the President's Charity Cup. I mean, there was a lot of there's been a lot of touring and throwing over the sort of seasons with them, um, but I think you've earned each other's respect um, as time has gone on, Jamie. And I guess you can look at that game now, with uh, be a bit more relaxed about it and just enjoy um, a good day. Hundred uh, percent. I mean, there's definitely a mutual like and respect there. Um, it's a good bunch of boys. I've got a lot of time for them. Um, but I mean, not ideal for your first game back. So they're obviously a very good side. Um, so, but it's a cup game. Cup's always a little bit special. Um, so gives us an opportunity to get our sleeves up and get stuck in. I um, mean, just be happy we're back on the pitch after obviously a couple of weeks off. So, um, nah, look forward to seeing them on Sunday. But we'll certainly not be giving them anything, anything too easy. Definitely not. And I mean, it's it's pretty much it's even, isn't it? It's a winner piece. 
and a draw, isn't it? No, we're not. Uh, oh, no, it is. Uh, it's a wee one in a friendly, but doesn't count. Doesn't count. You beat them first time round, then they beat you, and then yeah, it was four, a draw. 4-1, 4-1, and then 2-2. Yeah, and that, that game stopped them winning the title, didn't it? Uh, it's fair, it does. and then they lost the week after, but we'll take that crown. <laughs> uh, great side, as I say. That would be a really good game. Hopefully the weather is kind to us, uh, and that one uh, is saved. Um, more games in the President's Charity Cup, which is the OBD SFL sort of FA Cup, if you like. Everyone enters that one. Um, Hatch and Beck and the Manor play DC football, or do they? Um, you never know whether the DC boys will get a team out anymore. Uh, Ministry of Ball take on Inter Milne. That could be a good game. Um, Old Langlians take on Petswood Roadrunners. Uh, some Paul Picard games this weekend. Uh, two Sporting Club Thamesmead play Elmstead. That's a cracker. That looks like a good one. Uh, in the Jack Standen, uh, Lewisham Islamic Centre play X-Blues Craven. And LSU Lions play Lesser Albion. And New Beckenham take on Alpington. That could be a real good game. I think, I think they played in the league last week from right. Yeah, oh, they were duty play. Did they not play? Maybe two. I think they played maybe two weeks ago and you beckon them squeeze past them, so should be a good game. Real good game. Um in the Vic Faro FC Peak and Hayes and Pickhurst meet again um after their epic um five seven game this week. They do it again uh, at the same place at the same time, just in a different competition. Um, so no, let's, no. let's see. Yeah, let's see what happens this week uh, after they've met. Lessons learned, I guess. If FC Peak lose seven five again, then they've only got themselves to blame. Uh, Italia Wastils take on FC Deptford. Uh, Deptford not having a lovely time of it. Uh, Wastils much improved this year. It has to be said. Uh, in the London Sunday Challenge Cup, we've got loads of um, a few. Uh, County Cup games coming up now. AFC Oakwood take on Kamazi Strikers. Um, SE Dons uh, conquering um, Kamazi Strikers, must be said. I watched the video today, the Roots TV version, uh, and it was a fantastic um, game by the looks of it. Kamazi really seemed to have um, changed quite a few of the personnel from the game I refereed them earlier in the season against um, the Wall, where, um, I mean, some of the, it was an unrecognisable team. Um, they've really improved, so keep your eyes out for them. Farnborough Boys first team play the Bandits. Hatcham take on Eastway Athletic. Lambeth All-Stars against Takers really catches the eye. Lambeth All-Stars, fantastic technical team uh, from the Albuton and Bromley. Takers, um, a similarly excellent um, technical side from the Barnet Sunday Football League, um, so that'll be a, a real good game. Under the Radar against SE Dons is a fantastic game for the YouTube fans out there. Um, old Wimbledonians play Rocker Seniors in the Sunday, in the Surrey Sunday Senior Cup, and Midday Sun play Groundhoppers from the Orpington and Bromley. Some interesting County Cup games there. Um, obviously, the London, I think those London ones, those London ones didn't get played, and at least one of them didn't get played this weekend. Uh, so, the games of the week, as predicted by John White, as predictor, and Jamie. It has. Let's have a look. So Do you want to go for the Saha game? Saha against South London Panthers. South London Panthers, of course, are. Um, we do sponsor um, them. It's their social media. 
um, their graphics and stuff. So we'll go with that game instead. John has gone 4-2 for Hatcham and Bickley. How, how, what are we going to give him on that one to help him out? Yeah, keep it the same as that. So, John, sorry, we've changed your your um, guess. You're you're now four two against um, for Saha against South London Panthers. I'm going to back the Panthers two one. Jamie, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go for Saha two one. Two one to Saha. Yeah, uh, Saha seem to win and lose then lose a game. Uh, Panthers are steadily um, improving. Um, they, they're they a good side um, welcomed addition now to the Orpington and Bromley uh, Saha indifferent um, as they continue sadly didn't get to see him this week against LSC Giants because of the weather uh, Hatcham Royals against Sydenham is the next one free scoring Hatcham Royals uh, against Sydenham who know where the back of the net is themselves um, are, are Hatcham Royals going to be too much of a, a machine this week for the Sydenham boys I think they just might be um I think it's going to be 3-1 Hatch and Royals. 3-1 Hatch and Royals for Jamie. Um, John back in his um, stable mates, 5-1. I don't think... 5-1? Yeah, uh, that's a fuck it, isn't it? He's thought fuck it. I don't know, like, they are, they, I mean, he could be, but Sydney pretty decent. I'm going 3-1 to Hatch and Royals. Copy me. Is that what you've... Oh, I'll go 4-1 then. I'll go 4-1 right, okay. in. Sorry. Well, Duncan is a contributor for our all around the league show, and he's a good bloke. But um, they've been all right this week. They scraped past lower placed opposition in the cup the other week um, last Sunday. Um, so I don't know what's quite happening, but Hatch and Royals will be the toughest um, team they've faced so far this season. That's for sure. Uh, the next one is Montbell against Woosh United. Uh, John has gone three-one to Woosh. Their form has been indifferent. I know no one, no one really played on Sunday, uh, but they've certainly lost a few boys um, elsewhere. Montbell have been steady. Uh, I'm going for a Desmond on this one. Yeah, where did where did they lose players to Woosh? Uh, Footscray. They lost at least one player to Footscray Lions at, in West. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going. I was thinking draw as well, so I'll go for a three-three. Three all for Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. The last game, uh, uh, Lewisham Islamic Centre taking on X Blues Craven. Uh, only hearing good things about Lewisham Islamic Centre in every in every way from referees and and uh, and teams alike. So they seem like a good outfit. X Blues Craven um, have struggled, but we like to see these Phoenix clubs um, and these merged clubs. Jamie, what do you think on this one? Yeah, they got a result. Was it a draw the other week, Craven, against... I maybe Royal Silicon. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, so they kind of stopped the rot, but, yeah, Lewisham um, looked to be all right. So I think I think this is going to be 4-2 to Lewisham Islamic Centre. 4-2 to Lewisham for Jamie. Um, I'm going to go for 2-1 to Lewisham uh, and John going for 3-2 to Lewisham. So we all think Lewisham are going to beat um, are they higher placed opposition or are they in the same division same division same division um, yeah all the best to all the teams in our predictions hopefully now Jamie's back and, and ready to go um, we can start collating all of the points again uh, in the predictions run let me catch up
<laughs> uh, all the best for your game on Sunday. I bet I'm guessing it's going to be great for you to get out and just stand. Just start uh, me back at the yeah. definitely. Just good to be not dead. Um, yeah, it helps. <laughs> all the best, mate, and I'll speak to you next week. Cool. Cheers, mate. Bye. So back with Graham and the Southern Sunday fixtures for Sunday, the 7th of November. We are in November already. Uh, it is going to be Christmas before we know it, Graham. No, don't swear. Don't use that C word. <laughs> it's not, not the 1st of November when we're recording this. After the 1st of November, you can say it. But because we're recording this on the 31st, oh, you you're having shattered. a nightmare. You're having a nightmare. You've shattered the illusion. You have shattered. <laughs> Everyone thinks we record this on a Monday night in, in Silk Towers. They know that we don't. I think they've sussed you <laughs> out by now. I'm too open and honest. I can't put you over, <laughs> over, over Open educated. and honest. Do you know what? I'd love more people to be open and honest. Do you know what? Fair enough. Right. The fixtures, the, the honest bunch that is the Southern Sunday teams. Uh, we go again next week. Hopefully the weather is kinder. To us, um, as usual, Hugo and Ryan. Hugo from um, Sporting Continental and Ryan from West Norwood. Guest predictors this week. Jamie's still off sick, um, so um, best wishes to Jamie. Yeah, he's been he's he's back to being negative. He's testing negative now for COVID, but he's absolutely wiped out by it. And so uh, there is a thing called long COVID. Yeah, I think he's he's definitely got that. I mean, it's been three weeks now since he's been on the on the podcast and at the time of recording I don't know if Jamie is going to be our Orpington and Bromley um, correspondent this week or if it's John White again so yeah poor Jamie um, but he said he's better he's, he's up and about but um, yeah absolutely shattered by Covid so it is real everybody and I don't know what you think Graham but um, I've been vaccinated and seem to have avoided everything so far. Well, I haven't done badly, bearing in mind I work in the NHS. I work in an acute hospital and a community NHS trust. Yeah. And I've not had COVID and neither has any of my immediate family that I live with. So, And I've now had the three boosters and I've had the flu jab as well. So if you are being offered these things, folks, it is not a fake illness. It is quite real. Take up the vaccine. And you won't be losing your job with the NHS anytime soon then because you haven't been vaccinated. Oh, they wouldn't want to lose me anyway, Andrew, to be fair. Why would any why would any organization of, of any sort, why would they want to lose me? They wouldn't, would they? Come on, give your head a wobble. Right, back to the fixtures. I've, uh, do, have you noticed this week? We'll come on to it, but um I've set Ryan and Hugo a bit of a challenge this week because I've put both of their matches in yes. for predictions this week. So that's yes. going to be interesting. And I tell you what, the two guesses um for the sporting continental game couldn't be any different from each other so we'll get to that in a minute oh he's um, been having a dig at him last week on twitter and he? he's been having a dig he's been nice to you so uh, that's the for main a change thing. as long as for he's a change as long as he's leaving you alone that's okay <laughs> <laughs> in the prem uh southwest rangers play westminster wanderers first team uh westminster wanderers unable to play their game today against sellers a much-awaited um fixture because Celeste's groundsman wasn't there to open the open the gates to the ground. How embarrassing was that? Shocking. Absolutely. I'm fuming. I cannot tell you how angry I am about that. I'm fuming. 
That's not the first time for that place. So um, I've put the game on. That's, gonna, that's been rearranged already for the 14th of November. And for anyone that's interested in going to watch, it's a 12.30 kickoff and it's being played over at Selhurst Sports Arena. So um, get that one in your diaries, folks. Uh, in the Championship, Cosmos United play Battersea Dogs. Uh, Battersea Dogs battered by um, Sporting Continental this week, 9-1. Uh, they'll be looking to get back to uh, winning ways. They beat West Norwood earlier in the season. Um, so they will be looking to return to those Hassian days of... Uh, of, uh, of winning. Uh, Lazio play uh, Nor West Norwood in the Championship. That's the two Championship games in League One. Uh, Barking Mad play London Ravens. Uh, Ravens uh, dropped points this week for the first time uh, I can remember. Uh, and Barking Mad didn't play. Um, so Ravens will be looking to uh, keep up the good form from previous weeks. Uh, Brixton Town play Val County. Uh, and Wimbledon Commoners play Putney Pacers uh, from League One then, Graham. What, you haven't picked any of those as our games of the week, but what ones are you particularly interested in for League One this week? Uh, interested, to be honest, um, with the Wimbledon Commoners Putney Pacers game. I thought it was a good point for Putney Pacers today. Uh, Wimbledon Commoners, as we were saying earlier on, have got um, you know aspirations that they want to be up there or thereabouts in the promotion picture. So will Putney build on the point? Yep. they got today um or will Wimbledon commoners continue their good form I think that's probably the standout fixture in that division for me very much so uh standout game first up in league two um AFC South London against Selhurst um South London had a lot to say about Selhurst earlier in the season um they'll be going all guns to try and um knock Selhurst off their perch uh Selhurst We'll look to rub it in, I guess, and prove they are the dominant side in League Two uh, and beat up um, South London. Do you think that's a correct analysis, Graham? I think it's a very, very good analysis, even though I do say so myself. Um, yeah, that's going to be interesting because I think we had the war of words, didn't we, on Twitter? We're going to actually let the football do the talking this week, which I think yeah. is... Um, it's always good. I always like the football to do the talking. Yeah. Uh, and what I also like is that we're now starting to get to a point with the league because we still started so early. You alluded to it earlier. We're starting now to get some of the reverse fixtures in. Yeah. So we've got a bit of a comparison, which I quite like. And I think that's one less double header that we're going to play at the end of the season, which is only a win-win-win for me. Yeah, the less of them, the less of those horrible things, the better. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, Real Dundonald against Norton FC is the last game in League Two. Uh, in League Three, just the one game, Ellsfield against Parklife B uh, in League Four. Friends of the podcast, Clapham Wanderers taking on Top Deck, uh, Northcote Rangers take on Locomotive Wimbledon, uh, and Parthenope play QNTGA B. Uh, quite a good mix of games there this week in, in League Four, Graham. Yeah, Parthenope will desperately want a win. He's got four, he's drawn four out of the first five. So he will definitely, definitely want some points um, this week. And I think he might see that game as an opportunity. QB not doing as well as I thought that they would um, this year, to be honest. I thought they might be a bit further up the table, but um, he's obviously got two teams. And whether there's an issue with the first team about getting players out or whatever, I don't know. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm a bit surprised they're not doing a little bit better than what they are. Hopefully the weather is kind uh, and we get all the, most of these games, if not all of them, played uh, in League 5. Uh, Junction Elite seconds play Sporting London. Uh, both Junction Elite teams drawing this week, so they'll be both keen to 
uh, put wins on the board. In League 6, AFC Popular Rovers take on UBL CFC Old Boys. Uh, as far as I'm, I've seen uh, since we've been recording, the Southern Sunday UBL CFC do seem like a good team in uh, League 6. Uh, LMT take on Junction Elite Thirds. And Westminster Under 23s take on uh, Argentina FC. Uh, some good fixtures in League Six as well. Yeah, I like the look of that um, Westminster Argentina game. Yeah. I really like the look of that one. I think that's going to be um, that's going to be lively. That is two good, two really really good sides for sort of middle of the middle of the of the league essentially in League Six, if you like. Um, yeah, both teams I think could be there or thereabouts, having a say in the promotion at the end of the season and. Um, yeah, I, I think that'll be a um, good contest if uh, anyone's free to go and watch that one. Yeah, that one, that the Fish Ponds playing fields. Uh, it was Sunday. a pond today and all, I can tell you. <laughs> well, hopefully it dries out by uh, by next week. Uh, Argentina FC, I have to say it again, I think we said it last week, their new kit is beautiful. It's a proper, it's a proper beauty of a kit. And uh, yeah, uh, merch, club merch, gratefully received. Just send it to Stoke Towers. <laughs> and they do listen as well. They do listen to the podcast. They definitely listen. It's a fantastic kit. It deserves a shout. Uh, in League 7, uh, four games in League 7, uh, AFC Putney 11s taking on Olympic Mayonnaise. Probably my new favourite team uh, in the Southern Sunday with, with that name. Uh, Lions United taking on ACT Arantes. Uh, Southwest Athletic playing Victoria Lion Velocity. Uh, and Syndicate taking on Peckham Cosmos. Uh, is this a week for Peckham Cosmos to concentrate on the league, uh, Graham? I think they will want to bounce back. I mean, Dara Reserves are no mugs. They're doing very well in their division, so they wouldn't have been favourites to win that cup no. game today. But uh, Peckham will want to build on their first league win that they got, so uh, that's interesting. Uh, but the game in, of the day in that division for me is the one actually I'm refereeing, and that's between uh, Lions United and Arantes. Now, um, it's on the record books that the earlier fixture played earlier on in the season was an abandoned game. Right. And we've still yet to make a, a decision as, as a league with regards to that abandonment. So that is why the leader of the ship, the captain of the ship, is refereeing that game this week. So um, uh, I'm good. hoping, I'm hoping, you know, it's all going to be about football and we're not going to have any of that hangover. But um yeah, you, you have to have a, a, a cool head and a safe pair of hands for these fixtures sometimes. You're that referee like me that seems to get the games after the, the, abandoned, the abandoned ones before. I, I, I managed to get a real fiery game on a, on a Saturday a league that I referee on that actually the abandonment went all the way to court uh, because there was so much and that went on and, and uh, injured players. And, and I got the return fixture of that one. So um, I'm not saying this fixture is anything like that, but... Um, perhaps a bit of a, um, a pat on the back that you're a steady pair of hands as a referee when you get these games that have had some trouble uh, involved in them. I think there's always a bit of pressure, Andrew, though, to be fair, when you're running the league as well, that you have to sometimes step up to the plate and you have to do things that maybe you don't want to do and you have to go to places that maybe you don't want to go. Yeah. You have to referee teams that you don't necessarily want to referee. I'm not saying that necessarily about this fixture at all. Um but, you know, people would have seen that that was abandoned. And I think just just sometimes if you're in a leadership role, I think you have to I think you have to to real show that leadership and just grab the grab it by the uh, scruff of the neck. Go in there, get the job done and get out again. I think that's what I'm going to do. Hopefully teams on their best behaviour 
uh, and handshakes and all that after the game. They know not to muck about with me anyway, to be fair. If anyone thinks that they want to muck about with me, then they're picking on the wrong man. Uh, In League 8, Bellum and Clapham Albion, Clapham Albion even, to play Mondial B. Uh, Rosendale Sports take on Kudos Athletic, seconds 11. St. Matthew's Project B play Dara FC Reserves. It looks like a good game in League 8, that, that last one. Yeah, that, that I was going to say that was the one that I would pick out. Um, the B team have done really, really well so far this season. And, and they weren't really sure, to be honest, when they when they decided they were going to put in the team. I said, I, I think, you know, knowing you as a club, I think you're going to be good enough uh, to avoid the, the two new divisions. So we put them straight in eight. Um, and actually themselves and Dara really both having good seasons. Uh, I think that's third against first that game. So, yeah, Adara, obviously, good cup win as well today. Uh, they've got a little bit of an advantage, I think, because they might have the uh, little bit of extra fitness in the tank. But St. Matthews be a young team, so maybe that could be a leveller. In League 9, Renegades take on Larkhall City uh, and a real good game. Clash of two top sides, it must be said, in League 9. Uh, Venezia Dons taking on Deportivo La Calruña. Uh, that's looking like a real good game. Uh, that top one, two. Top two, that one uh, next week. Top two. And Deportivo really will want to test themselves against one of the other fancied sides, especially after their 8-0 uh, win today. So uh, that's one of them games where two new teams putting them together. Don't know what's going to happen. That could go either way. You wouldn't want to predict that one. No, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to, would you, Graham? Thank you for choosing that one for later on in the show. We'll get... <laughs> We'll get to that one in a minute. You're starting to understand my irony and my sarcasm now, Andrew. <laughs> uh, League 10, uh, Masvida take on Old Sartonians. Uh, SW Lions under 23s play Old Ruts. And South London Pekin play Junior uh, Junction Elite FC Fifths. Uh, Masvida, standout team for me in recent weeks, looking like a real good outfit. Yeah, really, really good side. Um, that, that again, I mean, we're talking about sort of League 10 of the Southern Sunday. We're talking about the bottom division. But actually, do you know what? There's some, there's some ballers in these lower divisions. I think yeah. people just write the, write the team off and think, well, that's kind of where they are. And, you know, the, the standard of football is not very good and they can't play. Yeah. Some of these lads can definitely, definitely play. And, and some of them can play a bit, a bit uh, higher. Yeah. I just think it all, it all depends on the outlook, really, of the club and the player. Do you want to take it seriously and, and kind of go for broke and show a lot of ambition and you want to win divisions or do you want to win cups? Or do you want to go out and just enjoy a game of football every week? And actually, yeah. we've got a lot of clubs in the league that just, they don't necessarily have the ambition where they want to win and they're quite happy just turning up every week. They don't, they're not interested in the social media part of it. They want to turn up with their mates, have a kick around and go to the pub afterwards. And do you know yeah. what? There ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. And I mean, that's why... All, all of the leagues that we cover on the uh, Silk Grassroots podcast, there's a, there's a, there is a hierarchy of divisions for a reason. If you are a supremely serious team full of semi-professional players that play high-level non-league football and you want to you win the London Challenge Cup and you want to enter the Sunday FA Cup and you want to play in the top division of your league, there's a place for those teams and we welcome those teams. They're fantastic teams to be a part of it. But then... There's your teams that play in the bottom division the, on the League 10s and the whatever divisions in other leagues who just fancy going out, kicking a ball on a Sunday morning, just literally as a way to see their mates and have a beer 
after they don't necessarily play football on a Saturday. They might work on a Saturday. So Sunday is their only day that they get to do this. And it has to be celebrated that that is the brilliant thing about Sunday league football. It's not really the same as that on a Saturday. It's not quite as relaxed as, as Sunday stuff. Um, and these, this is the best bit about Sunday football for me. That's why we refuse to just focus on the top teams. We want to highlight everybody in Sunday league football because each team plays their own part in the game and are, and are equally as important as each other. And I wish our governing bodies in this area also thought of that as well. It would be, it'd make things a lot easier for everyone else. Here, here, I echo every word you just said. There you uh, go, it was easy. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the Frank Blundstone Cup, uh, South London Giants play Bath Old Boys United. Um, looking like a good one. I've not seen that cup name before, Graham. What, what divisions play in that cup? So that is the Premier and Championship Cup. Um, and what we've done, because the Championship is a short by a couple of teams and the Premier is short by a team, we've done that into a group stage. Okay. So there's four groups five in group a four in group b four in group c four in group d top two group winners go through to the quarterfinals play each other once so that gives each team a minimum of three games in the four team group and four games in the five team group and we've done a bit of a papa john's pizza cup trophy um style should we say so three points for a win one point for a draw but at the draw, um, there'll be a penalty shootout. You get a bonus point if you win the penalty shootout. Oh, just, like to, just to liven it up a little bit and uh, give people... We all love penalties, don't we? So yeah. we don't get enough penalties, I don't think. So, um, yeah, three points for a win, one for the draw, and you get a bonus point if you happen to win the penalty shootout. So I've, the teams have all come back. They're quite excited. They like the fact that it's more games and they like the penalty idea as well. So um, I'm quite happy. I think I've got that one right. Fantastic. Uh, Marcus Lipton Cup fixtures, uh, AFC Bluebirds take on St. Matthew's Projects first. Uh, Ballon Mariners take on St. Andrew's uh, Youth. Uh, Clapham Chiefs play AFC Old Town. Uh, Club International de Football Clapham take on Junction Elite firsts. Uh, Dara FC play AFC Ballon. Uh, East Putney play Barnstormers. Junction Elite. Junction Elite Fourths take on Hampton Terriers. Could be a good game. Uh, Q Antigua first take on Borussia Battersea. Uh, London Hibs play South City. Uh, Magpie Recruitment take on Harbert Rovers. It must, I'm just going to jump in there. I saw some conversations between Magpie Recruitment about helping the league um, with some referees uh, stuff. I think uh, it should be highlighted that that's a massive thing that, that they've done and that is a, a great um, offer from uh, from a company that obviously has a football team, but uh, things like that must uh, warm your cockles, Graham. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, and we've all for anyone that is not not kind of following the story. So, um, there's a player that's registered to play for one of our teams in the lower divisions at Southwest Athletic, and he's gone away and paid the 145 quid to go and do a, a referees course. Which I'm going to call out the 145 quid straight away and go in a time of crisis. We need to be investing what money we've got in football in terms of making it more affordable to referee. Putting referees fees up is not going to solve the referee shortage. Let me just put that out there straight away in case anybody is in any doubt about what my view is. So what we've said to the, the individual concerned is you do eight to ten games. Uh, that's obviously a benefit to you because you're going to get experience in a league that you know. 
we're obviously going to get the benefit of you re then refereeing in the league so it gets more games covered for us. So we'll then essentially give you the 145 quid back if you do eight to 10 games. Francis is a great guy from Magpie, um, sponsored a couple of our cups last year. He then stepped in and said um, he would sponsor, I think, three um, individuals coming forward. If uh, they go through the referees course and do eight to 10 games, then he will be willing to put up 145 quid each for them, which is an absolutely unbelievable gesture. Unbelievable. And that is why we love the Steve uh, Sunday League community. Uh, that doesn't really happen elsewhere. Anyway, fantastic boys. And I thought I'd give you a shout out uh, because I do see a lot of the interactions now with the Southern Sunday teams and, and the the league account and uh, yeah, it's brilliant to see. Uh, well done. Then they're not a bad. Our teams, they're not a bad lot, Andrew. They're not a bad lot. Uh, on to the rest of the fixtures. Real Al Madrid play Brick Sustain. Uh, swag against Ballon Badgers. Swag's game uh, called off this week against Park Life, I believe. Graham, I'm right in saying that, aren't I? Yeah, that's London Cup, that one. And because Park Life have got a week off request, that one's bounced over to the 14th of November in case anyone wants to know where that is. Uh, South London All-Stars take on Westminster Wanderers Reserves. Uh, Southside United take on Pimlico Penguins. Sporting Crabs play AFC Mortlake. And Kudos take on their first team, take on uh, Sporting Continental. Uh, Graham, which, which I know I've read through quite a few of those fixtures there. Which of those uh, Marcus Lipton fixtures are really uh, catching the eye? I like the look of Dara against AFC Ballum. Um, Dara, really well organised, really, really good team. I think uh, Ballum from the Premier, I think much as they can beat anybody on their day, I think Dara might be sniffing an upset there. Uh, Magpie against Harbour is going to be a really good football game. Um, two really good sides who like to put the ball down and play. I think that's going to be a really good game. And I think, um, and I know I've picked it out for the prediction, Kudos, who are at the top of um, League One playing Sporting Continental, who are top of the championship. I think that probably is the standout tie. OK, well, let's get straight into the predictions. And as I said, we got Hugo in time this week. Last week is a bit of a rush. I must be honest with you, uh, Graham, and the uh, listeners that I was in the pub till quite late last week. Um, <laughs> so it's all very rushed. But this week, um, we've had a bit more time, so we're a bit more calm. Uh, I was a bit there's that uh, honesty coming out again there Andrew look. well I, I, it was an exciting game on the uh, TV last weekend wasn't it Liverpool beating Man United and uh, yeah I probably had another I probably had an extra beer than I, than I should have done when I was recording let's put it that way <laughs> I'm surprised we got a show I'm surprised we got a recording at all last weekend uh, yeah anyway uh, the games uh, Graham chose for next for next week the 7th of November the first one I'm, I'm going to do it in a reverse order because I'm, I'm going to leave the West Norwood and Sporting Continental fixtures till the end. Um, League 10, let's start um, where it all begins. Uh, in League 10, Venezia Dons playing Deportivo La Calrinha, as you said earlier, is top against second. Uh, an intriguing fixture. Um, Ryan going with 2-0 for the Dons and Hugo going with a 2 all uh, Desmond on that one. I'm going to go with a Venezia win, I think. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 to Venezia Dons. Um, that win, that big win earlier in the season where they got game of the week or result of the week sticks in the memory uh, with Venezia Dons. But obviously, Deportivo with an 8-0 uh, 
today, Graham? Do, are, are we all mildly? Are we all wildly wrong with our prediction? Well, I, I don't know is the answer, and it's kind of one of the reasons why I put it in there and had a little bit of a joke earlier. Because because I looked at this and thought, where would you actually start to try and recognise where the win possibly is going to come from? Yeah. You look at the goals scored and the goals against are almost identical. Mm. The win rate and the loss rate is identical. The points rate is identical. Where do you actually begin? Uh, I suppose Deportivo got the game today. They won 8-0. Obviously, Dons didn't play today. Yeah. That momentum might give them the slight advantage. That's the only thing that I can pull on, really. Mm. Tricky one, that one. So, uh, just to repeat, Hugo has gone for a Desmond. Uh, Ryan has gone for 2-0 to the Dons. And I'm going to go 2-1 to the Dons. It's just for our, hopefully, our, our friend... Jamie collating the points um, if he's fit and well enough. The next one is in League Two, and that is a game I've spoken about earlier. Uh, AFC South London taking on Selhurst. Selhurst, top of the pile, seven games played, seven wins, um, with a, a goal difference of plus 30. Um, South London not going too bad themselves. Five games played, four wins, one loss. Um, obviously, a couple of games in hand on the Sellers boys, um, but have not having a bad season at all themselves. Plus nine in um, in five games, nearly two goals a game. Graham, can we see an upset? Well, why not? Um, why not is all I would say. Anybody is beatable on their day. Um, it was a close game. It was 5-2 uh, between the sides last time. Mm -hmm. The last game that Sellers played was a 5-3. Um, you know, the days where they were winning sort of 5-0 and 10-1 um, earlier on in the season, the gap does seem to have closed down a little bit. And I also think this game might be a little bit different this time because they played them before. I think the, the thing is, is when teams are going to play Sellerst, Sellerst are obviously a very capable, very good side, but they're playing the unknown. For AFC South London this time, I think, you know, there was a couple of mistakes, I think they were saying in the game, the previous game, and there wasn't a lot in it. Um, even though they weren't happy, particularly, obviously, as we know that they're in the same division. Yeah. So, you know, I think if they can tighten it up a little bit and, you know, they know that uh, they know that the big players for sellers who are, who are going to do the business for them, um, if they can adopt the right tactics and they can organise themselves, why not? Exactly. So the predictions. I bet for... no one's gone for a, um, a South London win. I bet you any money. Uh, well, Hugo, 5-2 to Selhurst. Uh, Ryan, 6-1. To Celeste. Uh, I'm going to listen to what you said, and I think you're right that uh, Celeste have conceded a few more in the league recently. I'm going to go 4 2 to Celeste. Um, but yeah, I can see um, South London have scored goals this season. But yeah, I think you're right that perhaps it, I don't know if it's complacency. And again, I'm not criticizing Celeste. I'm just trying to make some kind of inane chat about a team that um, I've seen play only um, once or twice. But uh, perhaps Celeste um, complacency sets in in time. They, they haven't had a game this week. Um, maybe perhaps uh, South London with um, a bit of fire inside and, and wanting to, to beat them uh, will get a couple of goals. But I think overall Celeste will take the win. 4-2 for me on Sunday. Good luck to both teams. Obviously, I'm going to be a, an exciting end to League Two uh, this season. Uh, in the Tony Eldridge Championship, Graham has chosen Lazio against West Norwood. Uh, Lazio having a real good season. Uh, four games played, just the one loss. Um, but 
their goal difference is basically the same, only the plus one. Um, so perhaps points towards a slightly leaky defence. Um, West Norwood, uh, mixed bag this year, played seven, uh, three losses and two wins and two draws, uh, minus two goal difference. Uh, Graham, it looks like this one could be goals. Goals, 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 most definitely. Um, so yeah, if you like a few goals, definitely go and watch that one. Um, I think the reason why I chose this one, um, I think most people seem to be accepting that the Sporting are kind of gone at seven from seven. Um, but obviously there is that second place to, to, to play for and there is that mm. Premier Division place that is a sacred place. And we all know in the Southern Sunday that if you want a place in the Premier Division, then you have to earn it. And I think Lazio and West Norwood, both of those teams, I think at the start of the season, would be looking at that second place possibly as an opportunity. Yeah. I know Lazio struggled a little bit the year before, but I have to say their only loss was to Sporting um, quite early on in the season. So, you know, they will be looking at that already three games played less than West Norwood. Yeah, They'll be looking at if they can get three points on the board, they might be looking to take West Norwood out of the equation. I don't know if it's must win for West Norwood just yet, but if you look at that gap, West Norwood are only one point behind Lazio. Uh, West Norwood sitting fifth it's position. A 14, it's a 14-game division though, Andrew. That's why I'm thinking that if... If Lazio get that, they've got the three games in hand. They might think that if they can beat West Norwood, they might cut them off. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I'm thinking too. So with the games in hand, uh, if if West Norwood don't get that win, it's going to be tricky for them perhaps to get back into uh, the promotion places. Uh, Cosmos um, on the same points as, as Lazio in third. Uh, they've only played four. Bath Old Boys have played one game less than West Norwood. So these games in hand uh, could become... Uh, a sticky situation for West Norwood um, if they don't win this weekend. So that's why it's such a big result, uh, a big game for them. Uh, Hugo has backed the West Norwood boys to win 2-1. Uh, and Ryan has gone for a nil-nil. What a, oh, what a, no. What has he done that Oh, for? no. Is he, is he beyond the Nelson Mandela's again? <laughs> you don't... Uh, I mean, nil-nil. Oh, no. Nothing about this game says to me that it's going to be nil-nil, but what would I know? Well, what would I know? I'm just a football administrator. Um, it, it, oh, it's not going to finish nil-nil, is it? Doesn't feel that. It doesn't. It hasn't got the feel of a nil-nil about it. Uh, both teams have scored more more goals than games played. Uh, Lazio nearly over double, and West Norwood eleven. <laughs> it just doesn't look like a, a nil-nil to me. But Ryan's obviously he, he may know something we don't know about the team he has to put out next Sunday. If he pulls that one out of the bag, he's a genius and he should be doing my job. He's a cheat if he pulls that one out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last game is Kudos Athletic against Sporting Continental. Uh, Graham, I'm going I'm to give you Hugo's prediction straight up here because I think this is mind games. He's gone 4-3 oh, right. for Kudos. Oh, he would. He would. He said they've given him a tricky... A tricky couple of he's given them a tricky game before. Yeah, um, they have. Yeah, and uh, he's so he's backing kudos to win. Is is that mind games? Without a shadow of a doubt, no question, not even a debate, is it? He knew I was reading that out, and kudos now. Kudos will now think, bloody hell, they have they got any players next week? That's that's what he's done, isn't it? They've always got players. They've got a very 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 good squad there, and you know even if they don't play their sort of strongest 11 they've got players who are in that squad who are more than capable of coming in doing a job a job um you know sporting are beating beating everybody this season so you know all the indicators would say 
that that's the way that the result would go. But this is cup football. And as we said a couple of weeks ago, you know, we had teams from League 9 and League 10 beating Championship and Premier Division teams. So 11 v 11, you never, ever know. You never know. Uh, Ryan, probably more sensible, has backed them to win, has backed Continental to win 12 nil. Oh, my word. Right, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, Sporting... Kudos have scored 31 goals in eight games. And, and Sporting do concede goals. They do. I mean, they've conceded over a goal a game in the league. Uh, they have scored six. They have averaged about six per game, though. Um, they score that. goals, but they do concede. I mean, in the game that i done um, against Cosmos, you know, they conceded a couple of silly goals and they were just route one long balls either from the goalkeeper or from the back just over the top and caught them out. So there's there's goals for the opposition. It's it's keeping them out at the other end, which I think is the problem. I'm going to back Sporting Continental to win uh, four... 4-2. Again, let's go with 4-2 again. It'll be more than that, but I'm going to go 4-2. Just play the percentages and, and uh, take the point on that one. Get a can, point I make a bit of a, can I make a bit of a um, little suggestion? Yes. Um, you might get your 8-2 on that game next week. Could do, couldn't I? That's this hope. It's been, the boys have been, <laughs> the, the Southern Sunday has been, that's been the only letdown about it. Not an 8-2 yet. Shocking. What's your, it's all oh, my your, fault. You've got, an in, you've got a tasty game next Sunday, haven't you? Yes, yeah, so yeah, I'm doing that as the one that we mentioned earlier on uh, between Lions United and Arantes. Lions uh, having a very, very good season of their own um, up at the top of the table. They've also won seven, uh, seven from seven. Arantes are in there and at about their promotion. So again, I think if Lions win that, I think they'll be looking to cut Arantes off, to be honest. Uh, the team there to watch from the chasing pack in that seventh division is South City. They've got sort of three, four games in hand on some teams. So they're the ones to watch. Um, and after I've done that game, I'm refereeing Newlands in the Surrey Cup next week. So looking forward to that. All the best. I'm just having a quick check of the weather forecast and it doesn't look like we've got much rain next week. So hopefully, God willing, the football gods willing, uh, we can have a much uh, fuller uh, completed games list this time next week, mate. All the best in your games and I'll speak to you next week. Thank you, Andrew. Pleasure as always. Thanks for having us on. So the Westfer fixtures for Sunday, the 11th of November. Uh, no Prem games this week. So straight into the senior division. Barnhurst taking on Greenwich Elite. Come on, Barnhurst. They need These to bounce back after Sunday, didn't they, and get uh, three points on the board. Yeah, they definitely do. Um Blackven and Erif play Granite. That'll be a real good game. Uh, and Sporting Club Vista play Northern Eagles. Three good games in the senior division this week. Uh, Div 1, Crayford Arrows playing Southeast Athletic Sundays. Well done. Uh, well done. Congrats. Uh. Congratulations <laughs> for having a fixture. <laughs> Congrats for playing a game. That's what it feels like with this <laughs> rain at the minute. Uh, Crayford Athletic play Lasso Solid Crew. The Blazing Squad. They're still on that term. They, they ain't turned it around yet. Uh, in Division 2 uh, Red Junior Red Seniors take on Alberton uh, Eagles even uh, in Div 3 Bexley Hawks play Hawks Pets. versus Vultures yeah Battle of the Birds that's an interesting game Vultures have looked good at times this season um, Hawks they, apart from one result, one result have been pretty decent haven't they, they? Uh, Moynton Park Rangers take on Welling Park Spartans 
That's going to be a good game. And Woolwich Common take on Woolwich Royals. Ooh, battle of Woolwich. Good. A good game that. In Div 4, Beacons play Shooters Hill Spartans. Spring Hill United Reserves take on FC Barker. Oh, that'll be a good game. Uh, in Div 5, the Ballers take on uh, Bexley Wanderers. I actually think this would be a good game, you know, because Ballers have looked a lot better this season than they did last year. Yep. And playing Bexley Wanderers already, I know that when we played them, they had like 10, 11 men. And they still caused problems and were still set up very well and still had some very good players on the break. So it'll be interesting to see how ballers deal with that. And it'll be, it'll be an interesting result, one I'll be looking out for. The same as the next game as well. South London Athletic taking on the 69ers. Um, that does that does feel like a good game, to be fair. It does, to be fair. Uh, SE Niners, good side. South London Athletic scoring lots of goals and beating um, Toll a few weeks back and then they lost to Bexley Wanderers the week after then a big win this week um, SC Niners coming off the back of the I think 6-0 against Elton, Elton Lions as well so um, I think that's going to be a good game so literally underneath the top two in that division the next four are playing each other so it's um, it's they're all results to look out for and hopefully they'll all take points off each other uh, Div 6 the second best division in Westford the best division <laughs> the King of Arts Media Production Division 6 uh, Chimera take on Foresters. Good luck to both teams in Div Seven. The best division, the second best, the division. best division in West for Bexley Village Vets take on Avery Hill. Uh, fancy Avery Hill for that one. Uh, Las Cabras take on Fleet Down uh, in Division Seven. Uh, in Division Eight, the, the Kings of Greenwich. Battle AFC, of Greenwich. <laughs> another Greenwich derby. AFC Sport in Greenwich take on the Vets at Greenwich. Greenwich. Challenge vets. <laughs> Greenwich. Uh, fancy the fancy the sporting Greenwich boys for that one. To be fair, um, Greenwich Battle Cruisers take on the Bosco. That'll be quite the spectacle, I imagine. And JJ United take on Springhill United Blues. Uh, Springhill getting battered this weekend. It has to be said, not putting in a good performance. Um, so they need to make a good account of themselves against JJ United. Sadly, they've not enjoyed uh, much. I fancy the Blues for that one. Fancy the Blues for that one. You know, like Spring Hill Blues, they're just kind of one of those, you know, one of those are teams that you just like, take a liking to and that you yeah. want to, you know, like you just adopt under your wing that yeah. you think, I'm, I want them to win. If it, weren't for, Chris, if it weren't for Chris Elliott, I'd be all over him. Yeah, 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 mate. To be He's fair, the only thing holding me back from fully adopting Elliot him. Elliott out, hashtag the Elliott. <laughs> uh, Elton Lions, Rezies, play uh, lesser FXI. Excuse my um, biasness, but I need a lesser FXI winner, to be fair, to get a bit away from AFC Greenwich. Oh god, yeah. You need. Uh, I I can only see a. I can. I, Elton Lions are going to win. Yeah, thanks, mate. Elton Lions are going to win. Uh, Drew Shield, Red Velvet play Lucian Tamils. It could Ouch. be a massacre. Yeah. Uh, Metro Massive take on Crock and Neil. That'll be a really good game. Uh, New Cross Rovers first take on AFC Shine. I think you know what Shine could cause an upset there. You know that'll be a good game. New Cross have got a few a few players out injured at the minute. Um, and so like says. refinding their feet and then obviously Shine have had some really good results so I think that one could be uh, relatively close it looks like a good cup game that one uh, Abbey Mead take on Inter Belvedere again that could be a good game we know Abbey Mead uh, I've got a bit about them uh, Borden Sports Westford take on Villacourt another good game that's a Plumpsy Challenge these are Plumpsy Challenge Cup games now there's some cracking games this week let's hope the weather allows them all let's hope so uh, Villacourt uh, Forza Greenwich take on Elton Palace I'd expect Forza to be comfortable in that game. 
Uh, Kingsford take on Borden Sports A. This is a real good game. A real good game. Uh, youngsters of Kingsford taking on the older heads of Borden Sports A. Um, we know Kingsford have had a good season. Um, Borden Sports A. I'll, I'll back Borden Sports A on that one. But I don't think it's going to be an easy game for them. No. It definitely won't be an easy game. And Kingsford are a very young side. Um, all can play football. Uh, full of energy. Full of running. And um, it'll be a it'll be a tricky game for Borden Sports A to be fair. Uh, more Plumstead Challenge Cup games, Catholic Club taking on Burridge Blues. Um, if Burridge Blues get the same players out for Catholic Club as they obviously did for Barnest, it could be a tricky game for Catholic Club. Um, but good luck to both teams there. That should be a good game. Jamera Reserves play Albington Athletic, uh, an Eltham Derby. Eltham Lions against Eltham Rovers. That looks like a really good game at STC. Yeah. Um, that is going to be such a good game. I've got it. I'm not doing that one, to be fair. That is a, that is going to be an absolute battle. Uh, interesting game, that one. Uh, more games from the Plumstead Challenge Cup. Uh, Marden Miners from the Maidstone and Mid-Kent League play Mildeen. Nice away day for Mildeen. Uh, Meridian play Southeast Athletic Maroon. On yesterday's showing... Um, Meridian could be in trouble in that one. Southeast have let Maroon have had a, a improved massively over the last couple of seasons. Um, Meridian will need to be on top of their game tomorrow. And a big game at the Plumpsy Challenge Cup. Peckham Rye taking on Bexley Eve. Uh, Bexley Eve didn't play their game yesterday, Gibbs, but you didn't either. Um, is, is that any advantage at all to either team or is it just... No, no one... Mate, we're going into the game as the underdogs. Obviously, they're... <sighs> They're in the division. They're the division above. We're, they're Div Four. We're Div Five. We're getting in as the underdogs. <coughs> we will have a game plan, and you know what? All, all being well, we we hope we progress to the next round. Um, it's going to be a tough game because they're an established side. And for me, for me, you're the favourites in this massively. We're underdogs. We're in the division below. <laughs> we're like this shit has to fit. It has we're to like um, <laughs> who are we? Who, who's we're like a, a Wigan. In like League One, coming up against a uh, a Middlesbrough, do you know what I mean? In the in the Championship, oh, like God. we're just hoping to, you know what I mean? Nick a few goals and see what we can do. It's a good game, so um, wish both teams all the best. But you got you got to go for Peckham Rye wins. Uh, Phoenix Knights taking on Jam. Uh, that could be a tough day for Phoenix Knights. Uh, Rising Talents play Martin and Forest. Royal Oak against Golden Eagles in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup. Golden Eagles are a Met League team, Met League, I think. Yeah. Um, they've not had the best of luck so far this season. I think Golden Eagles are a top Met League team as well, aren't they? Yeah, I think I think their luck ain't going to change on Sunday, Royal Oak. I think they could be in trouble there. Could be a tough day for them. Uh, Sid Cup play uh, Falkerwood Reserves in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup. Turk Ojak take on uh, Highfield Rovers. Um, that could be a tough day for Highfield. Never know. Um, they've got a bit about them. Under the radar, it says here, play Footscray Lions, but I don't think that's happening now. I think I've seen Essie Dons are playing them now. They've got from that yeah. rearranged game. A White Horse from the Maidstone and Mid-Kent Prem play Metrogas. That could be a real good game down in Sittingbourne. Uh, I'm at the same place as them this Sunday, so I'll see that one. Uh, New Cross Rovers Reserves take on Footscray Lions Vets. Be a good game. Um, Adidas Athletic play Ravensbourne Athletic. Um, Adidas been okay this year. Ravensbourne not so good. Got a good um, name though. Could be a massacre. They do sound good. Do um, sound that's good. the important thing. Advent Mighty Royals play Woolwich 90. Uh, Peckham Wright A take on Old Fortronians. Uh, 
The Peoples played Danson Albion. I think um, Danson Albion was the first um, big team or big sort of higher placed opposition that the Peoples beat in their first year. Was that like 9-3 or something? Something like that. Sure they, it was, it was the name. Score. It was the win that basically put them on the sort of map in, in Westford that they'd arrived and, and all the problems that they'd had had gone like in the summer. They formed it. They got battered a few times, didn't they? But um, Dance and Albion uh, were the first. Coming off team. the back of a 6-0 yesterday though. Yeah. I mean, that would be an interesting game. Uh, Hartford Athletic played Duchess of Kemp. I, I, do you know what? I fancy a little upset there, you know. Hartford are scoring lots of goals. They had a 10-1 last week, a 3-1 yesterday. Um, and Duchess of Kent can be hit or miss. So I, f- I fancy an upset there. Agreed. Um, in the London Sunday Challenge Cup, yeah, two... two um, massive w- games. Two massive games. Westford teams at home. Um, probably the two strongest teams in the Westford Prem on paper. Uh, Bayswater take on Hammersmith Town at home. That could be important for them because that's one hell of an, a journey uh, for a, cup, a game at, at half-ten kick-off. Um, Hammersmith Town, pretty um, well known around London football as as a top side. Yeah, that'll be a, it'll be a great game. If you ain't, if your game gets called off Sunday, go down to Sparrows and watch that. That'll be a real good game. Um, Hammersmith Town play in the Leatherhead and District Prem. Uh, they basically was asked to leave their league before that because the teams didn't want to play them anymore because they were too good. Um, but Bayswater will be a tough. Um, a tough opposition for Hammersmith Town. Good luck to uh, to them. Uh, under the radar, take on Essie Dons in a rearranged game from yesterday. Um, I mean, this could do it. This could go anywhere. Um, this game, I, I don't think under the radar are completely out of it. I watched the Essie Dons game against Kamazi um, today, and if Essie Dons play like that against under the radar, they could be in trouble. Mm-hmm. I think under the radar, a very well organised side. Um, and they work for each other and they've got a, a, a really good team spirit and I think if they find the holes and the little pockets in between the lines against the Dons I think that they could um, cause problems I think they, sometimes with under the radar you could say maybe up front they're not over, they're not clinical enough and they don't take their chances so I yep. think this would, be, this would be a game where they literally really need to take their chances and they, they really defend well as, as a team and as a unit so um, and this season, I'm not sure that the Dons have looked the same as last season defensively. Definitely not defensively. Um, so it's going to be an interesting game, you know. But I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be shocked by any means if Under the Radar went through. To be fair, my only worry for Under the Radar is that I don't think they've really had to get out of second or third gear this season so mm-hmm. far. Um, they've not been stretched or overworked at any t- time. It seems from results. The thing is, they have the players that, um, especially in the middle of the park, they've got some very good players, um, and obviously. Sam Bailey up front if you give him some chances he'll score so um, I think it's going to be a very good game to be fair it will be a really good game uh, really looking forward to seeing how the uh, Westford teams do in the London Cup especially um, some excellent games they're the games that you want to be playing on a Sunday morning uh, the predictions our guest predictor this week was Mark Dolby or is Mark Dolby from Borden Sports um, as usual the game selected by Mr. Gibbs, first one up, South London Athletic against SE 69ers in the league. Uh, Mark going with the 69ers 4-2. What do you think, Gibbs? Yeah, um, do you know what? I'm getting off of the back of the uh, South London's loss against uh, Bexley Wanderers. Um, I'm going to say, 
I think it'll be very close again. Do you know what? I'm going to say 3-2 to SC Niners. You're going for SC Niners as well? 3-2, yeah. I was going to go SC Niners as well. I'm going to go 2-1 to SC Niners. We're all back in them. So, uh, London Athletics, South London Athletics. Um, team talk's already done for you, boys. Uh, good luck with that one. Uh, that will be an excellent game. Uh, Kingsford against Borden Sports. A made it. Um, scores in 90 minutes. Bill, uh, Mark has backed Billy's boys 7-2. 7-2? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blimey. He is um, backing a big win. I mean, they may be they may be hurting from that journey um, yesterday in the London Cup and going out on pens. Borden Sports might want to take it out on Kingsford uh, and batter them and get back to winning ways. Um, I have to say, I can see a Borden Sports A win. I don't know if it's going to be that big a distance between the two of them but I'll go for a 4-1 Borden Sports A win yeah I think me and you are on the same sort of wavelength I do think Borden will come out on top but I would say 4-2 to Borden 4-2 in normal time I think as well I can't see that one going yeah. the distance Billy won't want it to go beyond 90 minutes anyway he knows Kingsford are a young team so he knows he they, they, and they really done. do like get stronger as the game goes on to, like in the last 15-20 when we played them they literally was on top. I'd, I'd be lying if I said they wasn't. Okay. Uh, the next one, the third game, is Catholic Club against Burridge Blues in the Cup. Um, a bit like um, the above game, if Burridge Blues have an off day or don't fancy it, uh, Catholic Club could cause an upset, but you have to go with the experience and the higher place team. Uh, Mark Dolby certainly thinks so. He's going for 6-3 to Burridge Blues. Um, I'm going to go for a slightly shorter scoreline, but I think 3-2 to Burridge Blues on that one. I'm going to flip it. I'm going to go 3-2 to the Catholic Club. 3-2 Catholic Club for Gibbs. Do you think Burridge Blues... I just think of late, Catholic Club have um, they've been, they've they've picked started, up yeah, and they've yeah, started yeah. to find results. Yeah. And Burridge, again, we know that they can get their, their players out, but will they get up for a, playing a cup game against a team in a, in a couple of lower leagues? So... I'm gonna for that for that alone. I'm just gonna. I'm, I think Catholic Club can do that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and Abbey Mead against Duchess of Kent. Uh, you called this one out during the uh, during the run through um, that you fancied uh, Abbey Mead perhaps in this one. Uh, Mark Dolby has gone four three to the Duchess of Kent. However, I'm gonna back Abbey Mead. I'm gonna back him, and I'm gonna go two one. What do you think? I am going to. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to sit on the fence on this one. I actually think it'd be a 2-2. Two, two. In normal time? 2-2, two, two, yeah, in normal time. And you fancy Abbey Mead to do the business? I think so. I don't think it was um, it was Abbey Mead I was talking about beating Duchess of Kent. Are you sure there's not another game on there for Duchess of Kent? Um, we've, not, we've not missed that and gone through two games. Oh, God. Abbey Mead against Inter Belvedere. Yeah. In the Plumpsy Challenge Cup. So... There's uh, been a cock up here, Gibbs. This is your... It's these not are me, your games. I got all these off of a... This has been updated. So Abbey Mead against Duchess Abbey Mead against Inter Belvedere is the actual fixture. Yes. This is because me pushing you to give give the. Um, so who has Duchess of Kent got? Uh, oh god. It was a cup game, wasn't it? Uh, this is fantastic listening, by the way. I everybody. hope everyone's had a good day so far on a Monday. And um, Hartford, Duchess of Kent, Hartford. Yes, that's the game we're looking for. Right, so Hartford against Duchess of Kent. Kent. I tell you what, I'm going to keep Mark's guesses at four three to Duchess of Kent for this one, but it changes my. I think it changes my. 
yep. prediction for this. Go on, Gibbs, you go first. I am going to predict a... Um, do you know what? I'm going to say a 3-2 Hartford win. 3-2 to Hartford for Gibbs. Uh, I'm going to go for a 3-2 win for Duchess of Kent. On that one. Uh, yeah, there's been some fixture changes, obviously, since last night. Um We'll see some cups and replayed. Lucky I pulled that one out there, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, good job. You know what you're doing. Um, so your game this week, who have you got? Uh, Bexley Heath at Long Lane. We are in the, small, the, um, the second round of the Plumster Challenge. Challenge Cup. So I think um, if we if we did go through, I think we played the winner of the Barnhurst game. Um, I'm not sure off the top of my head who they've got. Well, they're not playing. The it's cup not. It's not this week though. Uh, yeah, so plucky, plucky Peck and Rye go again against the big boys of Bexley Eve this week. Mate, I'm not sure we're even going to have 12 players this week, honestly. Like, we, I've put the message out this morning, but a lot of people are away this week. So, I'm, being, <laughs> I'm is, just putting it out there. This is terrible bullshit. I'm just, put, I'm, mate, I'm just putting it true you, fact there. You really use this platform to exploit. Listen, the platform gives me the the mic to, to share the truth <laughs> so I'm just all I'm doing is I'm just I'm just spitting the truth at you like uh, if we've got about four or five of them away um, there's a couple that the DJ so they can't make it they're working away do you know what I mean so like literally I think we're probably going to have maybe 10, 12 I might have to get up myself this Sunday well, here we go I'm, I apologise everybody I didn't know oh. that this had turned into a propaganda sort of you know vehicle I mean? for, for oh, Gibbs wait big Ricky Lambert might have to make a return up front do you know what I mean uh, I wish you all the best, mate. Cheers, mate. Uh, Thank you. Good Have luck good on the weekend, and I'll see you next week. Cheers, mate. That's it. The end of another show. Thank you to Roger, Gibbs, Graham, and Jamie. It was good to have Jamie back on the show tonight. Um, for all of your work, as usual, giving up their time to record their section and representing their league. Um Fantastic fellas, thanks a lot for all of the things you do for the podcast. Um, thanks to our sponsors, Down to Play app, Borden Sports Youth, uh, Sports King, Skipper Sportswear, Grassroots Football, GRF and Awards FC. Um, all of our graphics and all that stuff are done by uh, NJPGD, um, Nick Pitt Graphic Design. Uh, find him on Twitter at NJPGD. Uh, thanks to our current charity sponsors, TW Drainage, Warren's Roofing, um, Request and uh, Player Packs. Um, excited to add um, RYG to our um, charity sponsorship for our next game on the 24th of November in honour of uh, Mike Cole and passed away. We'll be raising money for St Christopher's Hospice in Sydenham who took care of, of Mike in his, his last days um, and months. Um, and we'll be playing a game at VCD against HMP Rochester. Um, the tickets will be £5 for everybody. Um, it's for charity, so um, we're just asking for £5 for everyone. Hopefully we'll get 100 or so people down there. It should be a good night. And we should be unveiling our new kit on the night as well. So I'm excited to do that. Um, have a good week, everybody, and I'll see you next week with all the lads, hopefully, in Silk Towers for the Quarter Municipal uh, League Challenge Cup uh, Round 2 draw. See you later. This week's Silk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.